Psst. Hey folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Have you ever played out a conversation in your head? Or thought about how you'd start your own cult? Or wondered what board game you'd recommend to avert an extraterrestrial calamity? Me too! I'm Ben from the Yoxcast, and I've heard you like podcasts. So... Join us on the Chance Encounters podcast, the weekly podcast where guests pitch absurd and abstract scenarios that call for a board game recommendation. I've teamed up with Chance Encounters to put their years of expert board game knowledge to the test, bringing you the best down-to-earth recommendations for those out-of-this-world scenarios. So what are you waiting for? Check out the Chance Encounters podcast on your favourite podcast service today. Hello and welcome to the Oxventure D&D podcast. It's a D&D podcast uh, where we listen to old episodes of Oxventure and talk about them. Sometimes they're not even D&D episodes like today, for instance, but more on that in a second. I'm Jane. I play Prudence the Tiefling Warlock when we do D&D. And I'm Mike. I play Egbert the Dragonborn Paladin when we play D&D, but we are not playing D&D today. Uh -uh. No No. siree. Speak on that. Uh, It couldn't be more far removed i'd imagine uh from the distant yeah. fantasy past imagine the opposite to the, of D to the far-flung sci-fi future of blade runner the role playing game so, it's not that far flung this actually we're no, playing actually, yeah. blade runner the role playing game and it's set in the year 2037 this role playing game so yeah it wasn't actually... the original blade runner <laughs> set in like 2019 and somehow uh, the real world check. was more dystopian than uh, the one in blade runner probably when is blade runner set yeah 2019 bang on well there done there you go well, I, this one's I spent a lot of time reading about Blade Runner in, yeah, the, you in sure preparation did. for this. Because um, this was Mike's first ever on-camera effort at uh, game running. Blade, <laughs> no, game running is what we call it in uh, Blade Runner, right? Yeah, game runner. Not a storyteller, not a game master, not a dungeon master, but a game runner. Yes, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've had a bit of time to, to digest. The comments were lovely on the YouTube video. People were very kind. Um, I, I think I've mentioned this before, but what was interesting about this was that it really was quite prescribed. Um, we barely touched on a lot of the stuff within the um, within the starter pack for Blade Runner. And I should mention that this was a, a sort of sponsored video. Free League approached us and, and said, you know, would you like to play this um, uh, for a bit of sponsorship? Uh, and so, yeah, it, it, this is a, a very different sort of approach to game running and uh, GMing in general. Uh, to D and D, where you'd maybe come up with a story and uh, you know some boss encounters you wanted to do. The way this thing is constructed is it is supposed to be a case, and it's supposed to be a satisfying case for the players to investigate, which is obviously much more complex than a more um, not linear because D and D is never linear, really, because the players can go in any direction. But maybe a a looser um, story with a single objective or a sim- single goal. Um, the way this stuff is designed is so intricate and so complicated um, and has so many pieces of evidence and characters with their own motivation. And, you know, every character in Blade Runner 
has what they say and also what they know. And those two things are usually quite different because they usually are motivated not to necessarily tell you the truth straight away. And even that as a as a game runner, when you're playing a character, you have to have not just their knowledge in your head, but also their motivation and how they would react depending on, mm. you know, pressure from the from the players. Early on in this, and I don't think it's a spoiler, um, there's a there's a great clash between uh a sort of PR type character and and your character Margot Jane and I really enjoyed playing that because we were really sort of <laughs> it was a it felt like a genuine sort of like uh I don't know like a genuine sort of battle of wits and I found it really satisfying to to have that kind of like argument basically yeah. um, so as a player Blade Runner all the way you run Blade Runner and which I think was a let me say that again I don't know. <laughs> As a player, it felt like Blade Runner, the role-playing game, felt a lot like being inside a really intricate puzzle. You know, mm. rather than a puzzle being one step in a dungeon, the entire case feels like a big, you know, um, yeah. clockwork puzzle. And that's what's constructed for you, right? You have a case file, and that's yep. that's kind of like that. That's all the materials. That's the handouts. That's the evidence. That's the clues. That's the maps and everything else. So, um, it it felt like from end to end, just like a massive crime puzzle mm. which is very cool did you feel lost because i know certainly i've i've had experiences as a player in D D where you get to one of those dungeon puzzles and you know johnny or whoever is running the game has an idea of how that will be solved and also and then the, that idea hasn't even occurred to me or maybe even any of the players um obviously this is a much more a much bigger more complex more overarching puzzle did you were there points when you were playing where you felt sort of lost and not sure of what to do next i never felt lost because unlike in D, which you know to my mind is is more free form um and i, I don't really feel lost in that because you know because i'm such a great dnd <laughs> obviously <laughs> no i don't i didn't tend to feel lost in blade runner the role-playing game because it is at the heart of it like a police procedural sort of thing mm. so you've got the structure of a you know the, the structure and the kind of the the guide of police work right so um i think there's there's an element of like frustration occasionally where you're like i'm sure i'm missing something there's, there's got to be a clue or there's got to be a question i can ask uh, one of these witnesses that would really help me along but i'm not sure what it is but even failing that you're like well i'm still a blade runner i'm still here to you know collect evidence and interview people and if i just keep you know chipping away at, at the police work as it were mm. um i'll probably come up with something but then i also trust you as the game runner to yeah. not leave us completely dangling so yeah i definitely there were that, occasions yeah. where i sort of tried to like nudge in the right direction without feeling too railroady but like you say there's a crime scene there are witnesses you know you mm. know those things are elements you know, like genre wise are elements of a, a sort of police that's procedural it. that's it um and, and you kind of we've all watched enough of those to to know that you, you know you're going to want to poke around the crime scene you're going to want to talk to the witnesses so on and so forth but um yeah i mean as a as a game runner like i say there's a lot more in this case than um than perhaps we we sort of touched upon we had a certain amount of time to 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 film this and we played a really condensed and we played a condensed version is There's, what viewers and listeners should keep in mind yes yeah. yeah and i'm sure probably the people who made the game are probably keen for us to to say you know this is not everything that's in that starter pack but um but yeah it was it was definitely towards the end really you know tricky for me personally to sort of as things were coming to a head 
there were definitely elements of evidence within one of the final areas that I could have deployed, but I think maybe would have thrown us off the path or, you know, had us returning to back into the case, into the, uh, into the midst of the case rather than heading towards the conclusion. And I had to be, I had to make sort of snap decisions towards the end as to what, you know, what evidence would be found in this, in this location. So Mm. there were, there was still, you know, even though everything is very planned and everything is very structured within the, within the case, um, there are multiple routes, but also I did have to do a bit of thinking on my feet in terms of how to how to broadly get the party to where they needed to be, okay. which was you know I think it was a bit of a a bit of a sort of as I say like an unnatural first gming experience because I think if I was gming a game of d and d I'd have a broad sort of mostly linear route to to a single objective, whereas this was like a network like a web of mm. possible routes possible locations locations could be visited in different orders so you might go to the crime scene after you've already picked up some information elsewhere which would then color how this stuff plays out at the crime scene and i it was proper you know that meme of the guy's head exploding the tim and eric yeah. guy um it was that i basically. have a strong instinct that we should actually move on to the recording itself yeah because absolutely. <laughs> Before we get into spoiler uh, territory. Yeah, exactly. And also a lot of this stuff we're talking about will make more sense when you've actually sure, heard the sure. recording. Um, before we run right into that, though, how are you? I didn't get to ask. Good. Yeah, I finally watched the D&D movie. Get a bit of oh, D&D in this D&D at podcast. Last, finally. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> After I the long wait, it. was it worth it? It yeah. was great. Yeah, I really liked uh, Justice Smith in particular as the sort of uh, the sorcerer guy. He was great. Really he was lovely. Him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and is it Regé Jean Page as well as the paladin? Yeah, so um, cool. I some... mean, no, but, like definitively so uncool, uncool yeah, but that's is the, the character. The but I, I really love that. The um, He was one of my favourites, actually, that character, just being like the well, ultimate The ultimate man. paladin, just yeah, like, yeah, exactly. Just like completely yeah. deadpan, completely... Zero like, sense of humour, zero sense like, of irony. Moral and righteous, but yeah. in a... In, yeah, I love that. I won't spoil it, but really there's a really nice that. character yeah. moment that I believe was improvised where he's walking away from... Uh, the party on a beach, and it's just so so perfect for that character. I wonder if it was. Yeah, I wonder. It had an improvised vibe. I read. That... I read that that was oh, a, you did? a sort of improv thing. Oh, lovely. I think they, they added a bit of vo later. But yeah, he 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 just nailed on that that um character. It was, it was such the this sort of paladin archetype. I loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very much a very much not a an Egbert, but I think a more classic paladin yeah. in his way. I yeah. think that's. I think he. You know, Egbert is is. Uh, a little more rash, a little more impulsive, a little more uh, feelings uh, powered. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I think the the traditional paladin is supposed to this be this literally holier than thou sort mm. of um, very righteous and very uh, deadpan character. Yeah. So he he played it to a T. Brilliant okay. stuff. Well, you've got that under your belt just in time for Barbie and Oppenheimer. Oh, so... I'm so excited about both. To be honest, there's well, so much good stuff plans? coming up. When are you uh, going to watch, watch and in I, what order? I'm going to watch Barbie on the Tuesday after it comes out. I have plans yep. for that. Oppenheimer, I don't have concrete plans, but I, I need to clear my schedule because it's about three hours and 20 three minutes. Three hours long. I think you can see it at the Science Museum, which seems appropriate. You can watch it in IMAX at the um, London Science Museum. That's British cool. Museum. Oh, that makes sense. Cool. I'm going to the Science yeah. Museum next week, actually. Oh, nice. Uh, they are launching a, it's called something like Power Up or Level Up or one of those gaming things. <laughs> and it's a big exhibition of gaming stuff throughout the ages. And so I'm going to go and 
pop along to that. I think it opens on Thursday, the 27th of July. Mm. Uh, so I'm head over, have a look at that, I think, probably. Oh. It sounds pretty good. And then they've got a science fiction exhibition as well, which is supposed to be like sort of immersive thing. So I'm going to spend nice. an entire morning at the Science Museum next week, I think. They're getting the fun exhibitions on in time for the kids' school holidays. Well, the kids' school holidays like, are, are next. Is that now? Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. it's like, it's not all educational. We've got video games yep. as well. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, definitely. So a lot of harried parents going, let's take them to the gaming <laughs> thing. We just leave them there in a crash, basically. Yeah. Don't take your kids to the science museum and leave them there if it's a crash. No. no. <laughs> well, there's a tube strike, so I don't know how busy it's going to be. But um, oh, London things. Hashtag London things. Hashtag London things. Yeah. Okay. I have yet to buy tickets for either, but uh, I imagine uh-huh. I'll, I'll still find my way to the cinema. I imagine that's still a thing. Yeah. Of course. Okay. Right. I think we should listen to Blade Runner, the role-playing game, featuring yes. special guest Aoife Wilson, friend mm. of the show, friend of Oxventure, who is... Just tremendous. I can't wait for you very, to meet her and her character. Also, Andy is there. Mm-hmm. Andy Farrance. Also a great you character. You know him, you love him. Also a great character. Uh, me, I'm also in the mix. And obviously, as mentioned, Mike is going to be your game runner. So let's listen to that. And then on the other side, we can talk about all the spoilers that we're actually talking about. Yeah. All right, folks, uh, would you like to, first of all, introduce your characters, all of whom are Blade Runners, uh, a.k.a. Replicant Hunters. Um, let me know, uh, Jane, who's, who's your character? Today, Mike, I'll be playing Margot Worth, who mm-hmm. is a Blade Runner of the Inspector archetype. Right. She has been on the force for 16 years. Wow. And is subsequently a hard-boiled, hard-bitten detective type. So just hard-boiled. So trying hard-boiled. to make her way in, in the smoggy, rainy, acid, rainy Los Angeles. Perfect, cool. Aoife, nice. how about you? Um, I am going to be playing uh, STK0438, uh, mm. otherwise known as Static. Nice. Uh, I am a replicant, <gasps> in case a you Nexus didn't guess. Nexus 9 model, yeah. Yes, Nexus 9. Uh, I am a, a Doxy archetype. Okay. Um, I've only been in the force one year because I'm only a year old. Oh. Uh, I'm oh. a baby. Uh, I'm but I'm walking and talking. <laughs> but in that time, I've become lead negotiator, interrogator, and manipulator for the Rep Detect Unit. That was I am a talented baby. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I am, yeah, very, very good at what I do. Very, mm. very serious about it. Um, not very good at lying, though. Ah, interesting. Mm. Okay, cool. cool. Uh, and Andy? Um, yeah, I'm JL2780 Purvis. I am an <laughs> analyst uh, in the department, but I'm, I'm hoping to work my way up to uh, investigator, <laughs> retire me some replicants, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm ready, ready to get out there and solve some crimes. Am I right? Right, folks? I've got a great okay. feeling about I'm, this guy. I'm, I'm, good at, I'm good at forensics, but you know, I'm looking to get in there, get mix, mix it up, you know? Fine. Good. All right. Okay. Well, as we open uh, our adventure, um, obviously, I think you're all familiar with the uh, uh, LA of uh, 2037. It's May, and uh, it's the typical May rainy season, you know, very similar to the, you know, June, July, August rainy season. Mm-hmm. The one that goes all the way through to January, February, March, and April. Yep. Um, got my, my neon umbrella. <laughs> exactly, yes. <laughs> LA is, is swathed in toxic rain pretty much constantly now. All the rich folk have abandoned and uh, headed off to live a new life in the off-world colonies. Uh, and the people left over are uh, basically the, the, the poor, the impoverished, 
and cops and the like cool yourself. guys like us. Am I right? <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so as we begin, Margot, you are sitting there with Hermes at a noodle bar reading the newspaper. Oh, there you go, your first handout. Do I eat noodles first? Yeah, I eat noodles. Okay. Thank you as well, yeah. Got to build up my strength, you I know? mean, obviously I knew that because Delicious we've been working together mm. some time mm. now. Man, I love the taste of food. <laughs> so, <laughs> That's so convincing. Yeah. Um, so you, yeah, you're at the White Dragon noodle bar mm. uh, having some delicious sustenance and sheltering from the uh, rain, which is, to use an English term, binning it down, basically. Worth having a look at the newspaper, I would say. Uh, Margot, what's in the news at the moment? Headline, Nexus 9 replicant launch. Oh, you'll like this, Purvis. Mm. This is pertinent to you. <laughs> a resounding success, it says. Well, I mean, take a look at me. I, I got it all. I do the forensics and soon, investigation. <laughs> right. So as you'll know, the Nexus 9 is a relatively new launch. Um, if you remember the events of 2019, uh, uh, with uh, the death of Eldon Tyrell. Um, that was the Nexus 6 model, somewhat unstable. Crazy, uh, what a way to go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. um, yeah. Bad times. Not, mm. not a good time for him. The technology's moved along a lot, basically. The uh, Wallace Corporation uh, is now, uh, I guess, the, the steward of, of replicant technology, um, having, uh, you know, the Ty- Tyrell Corporation has collapsed and the Wallace Corporation is now... Uh, the leading edge in, in sort of mm. uh, replicant technology. Turn out bad boys like this guy. <laughs> yeah. But there's I, still... I can, I'm, I'm going to eat some noodles. So. Okay, fine. Cool. Do you want um, me to roll for that? Or? Yeah, go on then. Why not? Let's right. let's get a roll in. Why not? Um, the, 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 the book says to only roll when you need to, but I feel like... Um, this is a very important... I'm trying yeah. to, I'm trying to impress Margot. Okay. My eating to show her. Oh, okay. So this is more of like a manipulation role. Yeah, then, to show her how like ready I am to join her as an investigator. All right. Um, so to get out of the lab. You well, think. I'd like you to roll a uh, an empathy manipulation role, please. Okay, empathy uh, manipulation. Is this so an opposed role? Uh, are you trying not to be impressed by <laughs> purpose? Are you actively attempting? No, no, it's fine. All right, fine. So it's a D10 and a D6. Okay. What have you got? That's a two and a seven. Okay, so that's one success. You managed to eat noodles without getting them all over yourself. Mmm. <laughs> mm. Brilliant. Um, I'm quietly, slightly impressed. Yeah, and as you're staring at Purvis's face, uh, in the Behind him, you can't help but notice uh, that uh, an LAPD spinner is is descending into the street, um, and uh, you know, with don't a, look at that. Look at the noodle cloud of steam and a, and a whooshing sound. It, it sort of oh, plants itself on the street. And as you well know, um, you know, spinners are the reserve of, of cops and very wealthy people, so um, you don't see a lot of them around. Um, and as the the uh, hatch cycled open, uh, static arrives uh, with some important news from the boss. Good day. Um, Hi. I have an order here issued for uh, by Deputy Chief David Holden. Hmm. Uh, Locate veteran Blade Runner, Margot Worth, currently on leave. Bring her in for emergency briefing. Tends to go off the grid when on leave. Can often be found in the streets of Sector 5. Worth might object. No is not an acceptable answer. And wow. also Purvis. <laughs> yes. Purvis was not mentioned. <laughs> but Purvis is well. superfluous. <laughs> to also superfluous. Up and, up and coming Blade Runner Purvis was, is there. Bring him in. I can see the text. It goes for <laughs> longer. Well, I'm on leave. And, of course, we met for lunch on my leave because... Why did we meet for lunch? <laughs> I wanted to show you my noodle eating. Oh, those are yes. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
Yeah, I eat, he's, you want to check this out? I would like to eat noodles again. My technique is nowhere near as good as that. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to attempt it? I can attempt it. All right, uh, I'm going to need another empathy manipulation. I mean, it's pretty, I've been practicing a lot over the last few months. I don't think you're just going to get it straight away. Okay. What's the A? I've come to trust and, and respect replicants, but today, not so sure. You're attempting to impress people with your noodle technique. That's I a mean, single success. Yeah. Again, you also managed to find the way um, to make what? it. Delicious protein. These replicant mm. nines, what can't they do? <laughs> I had beans that took me months to learn. Ah, <laughs> oh, jeez. All right. All right, hold Come on, Purvis, hold it together. Yeah, Holden well, wants to see you in the tower. Holden wants to see us in the tower, Marco. Both of us. I guess we've got no choice if it's we're Holden. The, we're the same. I have been told no is not an acceptable answer, so I'm going to have to insist. I'm not sure if Holden was expecting you to tell them that no, <laughs> I like the lack of answers. I am not, <laughs> yeah. I am not capable of lying. Oh, right, okay. Well, there you go. Well, Margo, it seems like they wanted the two best agents out there, and it looks like they got them. It's you and me, Purvis and Margo, together, working the case. Let's go. And also me. And also Static <laughs> is here. There's three with the three replicant hunt musketeers. I owe Holden a favour, so... All right, fine. You all getting in the spinner? He's going to pay yeah, for this, though. Oh, I am right. on leave. I'm just going to check my um, FKM 890 blaster. I'll be like, oh, yeah, it's ready to retire some some, <laughs> some freaking replicants with it. <laughs> How do you respond to this? <laughs> uh, I'm going to uh, slowly pay for the noodles <laughs> yeah. and uh, back away. Oh, uh, yeah, time <laughs> to go. Don't let me write you up for uh, whatever it is you're doing right I'm, now. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. The trip to the tower, which is the LAPD... Uh, headquarters is brief but spectacular. Obviously, the entirety of LA is laid out beneath you. It's a big billboard of a Japanese lady. There's a big billboard of a Japanese lady eating a tablet. There's Atari logos everywhere, <laughs> uh, implausibly. Well, as we all know, Atari is the only game <laughs> here in, in the present. That's a brand I identify with. So you fly through uh, towards the, the, yeah, the tower, which is the enormous, uh, almost, you know, sentinel-like structure above uh, above LA mm. um, and uh, yeah you're gonna head into the into the office and I would assume head straight to Deputy Chief Holden's office mm. now you remember that Holden after that terrible uh, incident in 2019 uh, uh, has synthetic lungs and you wouldn't really have thought then that he would have continued smoking and yet uh, when you arrive in his office there is a cigarette uh, but just burning out in the ashtray. Uh, as with all places in Blade Runner, there's a big ceiling fan. That's how <laughs> this thing works. Um, and Holden's sitting behind his desk, breathing through his synthetic lungs, which give him a, uh, a sort of um, a slightly raspy tone, I would say. They're not visible. They're not external. No, but he's, you know, that's, that's, his, okay. that's how he's breathing, got it, got basically. It, um, you'll have known from the sort of office scuttlebutt that uh, it was uh, Leon Kowalski uh, the replicant who shot him in the chest during a Voigtkampf uh. test back in the day. and um, Real mad about turtles. Uh, <laughs> yeah, real mad about turtles indeed. And it's resulted in, I guess, a, a, a life job at the LAPD. They, they probably feel like he'd probably take some sort of legal action if he was uh, if he's been to that job. So he's now the deputy chief. Uh, and he's, yeah, he's in the office and he sort of motions to you to, to sit down. Mm. Well, we're here, Holden. The two best Blade Runners. Oh, you're here. Three, well. best, Three best Blade Runners. Thank you. Right. Well, I suppose you ought to be here to solve the case. Yeah. Uh, more I'm on leave, Holden. Make this quick. All right. Sit down. 
Um, so we've got an urgent situation. Last night there was a shooting in Sector 1 <laughs> uh, in a sordid place called the Snake Pit on Nightclub Row. No, it will. I don't know if any of you are familiar with that. Okay. Will Duly there noted. be uh, so two Making nexus- meticulous <laughs> notes. Sorry. The Snake Pit on... What, what Nightclub row? row. Nightclub Row, okay. Nightclub. In Sector 1. Nightclub I wonder what's row. on Nightclub Row. Nightclub mm. Row in Sector 1. <laughs> Sector... This sounds like... Did you not have brought a dictaphone? One... I think he is a dictaphone. <laughs> Mar- Margo sometimes writes notes, so I thought I'd, I'd write okay, notes. Right. Trying Fine. to be like her. This sounds like a job for the, the grunts, the non-rep detect types. Not exactly. Uh, it's a little more complicated than that, because two Nexus 9 Blade Runners oh. uh, were involved in an incident. Uh, their codenames are Leah and Sandor. Maybe yeah. you've seen them around the office? Um, anyway, Sandor has been shot dead, and Leah is missing. <gasps> We have no idea which. Two she Blade is. Runners, you mean? Two Blade Runners. Oh, wow. Yeah. Two well, of our own. Not everyone's cut out to be a Blade Runner. Did they know they were Nexus 9? I, I am, though. I mean, that's uh, that's not information I'm party to. I assume so. Nexus mm. 9 uh, Blade Runners would tend towards knowing, you know, what they, who they are and what their role is. Um, but, uh, you yeah, I, I don't know the details. Um, right. I do have some evidence. So here are the database records for uh, Sandor and Leah. So they were at the snake pit to investigate some suspected Nexus 8 activity, but we don't know what triggered the shooting exactly. Uh, according to local cops at the scene, witnesses said there were some human supremacist jerks in the snake pit last night. I don't know, maybe that had something to do with it. We just don't know. I guess we'll read about it all in uh, that tabloid kill tomorrow. But you need to figure this out and fast, right? Uh, I have the brass breathing on my neck on this, and as you know, <laughs> Uh, Nexus 9 replicants were only just approved for use on Earth last year. So mistrust against reps is running high. If someone out there is killing and kidnapping Nexus 9s, we need to find them and stop them fast. You said it could have been human supremacists. They were apparently present at the scene. I don't have any more details. But there's no way they could have known they were Nexus 9 without them telling them they were Nexus 9. I guess not. I I have no details other than what I'm giving you right now. Um, So... You know, we've also got the Wallace Corporation, like, they're pushing us pretty hard on this stuff. Their business depends on the Nexus 9s, and if anything jeopardizes that, uh, they are going to be pissed. It's going to represent a major blow to their bottom line. They're letting us run the investigation, but they've offered their assistance, right? Their PR manager, Quell, is expecting you at Wallace Corp HQ to tell you more about Leah. You know, play nice with them. I mean it. Purvis at this point feels like he needs to ask an intelligent-sounding question. Go for it. Um, uh, um, so it was it was a shooting, huh? That's uh, apparently so. Yeah, there was a shooting. That's uh, where they get, they get killed with a firearm. Correct. Yes, uh, Sandor was shot in the chest. Unless um, it was a crossbow. I, uh, yeah, I guess that is a possibility. <laughs> Damn it! Damn we're, it look, we're, wait, we're wasting time here. We're on the clock. Okay. You can play this any way you like. You can split up, cover more ground if you need to. I don't care as long as you get results. And fast. All right. So you have the full resources of RepDetect at your disposal. Sandor's body is being processed down in the crime lab. Uh, you can check the LAPD mainframe if you need personnel files on Sandor and Leah. And any Esper footage of the snake pit, right? So security footage. Um, I don't know. Maybe you'll get lucky. So I've uploaded to your KIA, your, you know, organizer thing, um, all the relevant information that we've got so far. Go out there. Find out what's going on. Well, this, this is exciting. It's as good as solved, Chief. Glad to hear it. Purvis is on the case, and also right. these, also these folks. But you're going to be there as well. Yeah, you are Good. me. Right. And also Purvis. Remember, you are, remember, you are me though. Okay, right. Whatever. Look, we it's just need to get this clear. Holidays. Wallace Core 
They're really on my case, okay? So okay, I need, I need to sort it. All right, we need to go to talk to Wallace, PR. Mm-hmm. We need to go to the snake pit. Check the security okay, footage. Check the security footage. I solved this case. I could maybe in the, get... I do enjoy looking at corpses. <laughs> <laughs> There's a replicant okay. course in the in, in the basement. Correct. Uh, it's Sandor's corpse. Yeah, it's been processed in quite lab. I mean, you're an analyst. Yeah. Is that I'm the kind friend. of analysis I'm, you do? I'm Curtis? a forensic analyst. Okay. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, you want my advice? I wouldn't leave Wallace hanging around for too long. We get it. He's important. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know. Call me old-fashioned, but I feel like attending the crime scene at some point might make sense. <laughs> wow. Anyway, you're dismissed. Sure, 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 sure. I've been on this force for a year. I know how to do my job. <laughs> yeah. My whole life. And when we solve the case, I'll get promoted to investigator, right? That's how. We'll see. Oh, yeah. Okay, let's go. <laughs> <clears throat> All right. Well, not that we're not having a, a lovely Sarcasm time detect. as a team. Mm-hmm. I propose we go our separate ways. Why? Nervous, static. Oh, jeez. And um, I'm going to go deal with Wallace. Fine. Because uh, my boss told me to. That's how you play the game on the force. <laughs> All right. Are so, you going to go look at the corpse? I I, mm, I kind of was shadowing Margot so I could learn how to do the job. Um, Can I look at the corpse? I guess, well, I guess, yeah, let's go look at the corpse then. Um, <laughs> All right, fine. Okay. Uh, corpse, I'll meet uh, at the snake pit. How's yeah, that? Okay, we'll meet, we'll at, meet the, at the crime okay. scene. Okay. Okay, what if I had, what, how, how do you, how do I shoot someone if it happens? <laughs> <laughs> you won't need to shoot anyone, you're going to the morgue. Okay, they're, uh, they're already dead in the morning. Holster, holster that. Okay. From this point onwards, uh, a countdown begins, and uh, certain events are going to happen at certain times. Right. So it is in your interest to wrap this up sooner rather than later. Uh, you're on day one, it's the morning. Uh, this is the first shift of the investigation. So you have uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, so you're splitting up. One of you is going to Wallace HQ, the other is going to the crime lab. And are you joining... Uh, static in the crime lab, is that? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm a forensic investigator. Fine. So, fine. Well, let's start with Wallace, right? Let's go over to Wallace HQ. So you're going to jump in the spinner, yes, head over to Wallace HQ. What does it look like? Oh, just an enormous, oh, yeah. like, cathedral to, yes. you know, wealth and power and... Ceiling fans. Ceiling fans. <laughs> just ceiling fans for days, days, days. Um, so, yeah, uh, mm. you can imagine it's, it's enormous. You're sort of come into a, a kind of elevated yeah. uh, parking garage. Park yeah. spinner. Yeah, park spinner. Hop out. Uh, you'll be led by a, a person whose name probably isn't even worth uh, asking because you're being escorted quite briskly to the office of a character Quell. All right. This is a picture of Quell. Okay. And she is... Yes. Wallace Kors, VP of Public Relations. Oh, she's important. Yeah, she's pretty important. Okay. She's got a cut, cut glass accent and, um, and you know, welcomes you into the office, gestures to a rather comfortable looking chair. It's one of those offices that's so enormous that this yeah. this chair is, you know, there's a couple of sofas in the middle and the desk is like She's way, over way there over there. Okay. Um, but she gestures for you to sit down and um, says, welcome, thank you for taking the time. Um, obviously, this is a horrible situation. Uh, we're at a pivotal moment uh, with the reintroduction of uh, replicants with the new Nexus 9 model to Earth, uh, it's very, very important to us that these things are handled swiftly and cleanly and Well, I mean uh, to handle this swiftly, but I could handle it more swiftly if I was at the crime scene right now. So uh, why have I been summoned here to <sighs> Yes, yes. Uh, Holden mentioned you're a bit of a character. Um, yeah, uh, I think basically... Take it up with him later. My, my interest is just 
you know, just getting ahead of what your plans are for the uh, for the investigation. Um, you know, this is we're not we're not in charge of uh, this at all. But no, with we, respect, Miss Quell, you're a civilian, and this is a police operation. Yes, but as you well know, uh, the uh, relationship between Wallace Corps and the LAPD is a long-standing and um, cooperative one. So. Um, you know, let's keep it that way, okay? Um, so, uh, you know, Deputy Chief Holden's pledged full disclosure. He's, uh, really? he's very interested, yeah, he's very interested in uh, ensuring that we're just kept kept abreast of what's okay, going well, on. Okay, well, I've got yeah. nothing to disclose yet because I came straight here as instructed. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you can help me with, Ms. Quell? Well, I mean, we have some information on, um, on, uh, on Leah, if you're interested yes, in Nexus 9, uh, who is... Missing. Um, we had some concerns. Um, she failed uh, a couple of baseline tests recently and was brought to Wallace for recalibration. But this is—I mean, this is entirely standard procedure. Um, you know, tens of millions of these Nexus Nines are being produced, and minor man- malfunctions are uh, always likely to happen. Mm. So we, we like to stay across that. Um, so I'm sure it had nothing to do with her disappearance, but I just thought, um, you know, actually this is, you know, this is just information that I thought I'd share. She was a combat replicant. She was a Blade Runner, one of your own. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, but her combat. function, as according to the Correct. files from Holden, says yes, yes. her function was combat and recon. Yes. So She's a- potentially a very... Yeah, she's a I mean, dangerous and yeah. powerful replicant. Uh, yeah, well, uh, dangerous and powerful are such strong words. Um, <laughs> but we presume she's been taken against her will. I wouldn't like to presume anything, really. But what I would say is that um, I heard uh, through my own contacts that there was uh, the presence of a, a human supremacist group there. Yes, we've heard. So I would be surprised if that didn't play into this uh, in some way. I, I would maybe start with that. You know, there's a lot of people who for one reason or another, still have a problem with replicants. And we're, you know, we're keen to smooth that over, obviously. Okay. Um, that's probably where I would start. Um, oh, is it? Yes. Yeah. I'm making a recommendation. My sarcasm bounces on mm. you. <laughs> Ms. Quell. All right. Yeah. Right off the cheekbones, pretty much. Yeah, probably. <laughs> well, if that'll be all, Ms. Quell, I'll be um, taking my leave and going to the actual crime scene. I think that's a very good idea. You know, I, I really feel like, um, you know, the role of Blade Runner... It's 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 time limited, isn't it? Really, you know. Once the public accepts the Nexus Nines, this new safer, uh, you know, more more um, trustworthy uh, breed of replicant, we won't we really won't we need. Won't yeah, we won't need Blade Runners. So um, you're going to put me out of a job? Well, all I'm saying is let's not hurry that process along. <sighs> I leave. <laughs> Happily. <laughs> Fine. Good. All right. Let's cut to uh, the crime lab mm. where you two are hanging out. Well, this is where I, I spend literally every day of my life. This is where I work. Yeah. <laughs> so, you love it. Yes, you yeah. love it. I'm going to walk up to the others and be like, hey, fellas, I'm on an investigation today. Mm-hmm. Static doesn't skip, but if she did, she'd be skipping towards the morgue. <laughs> very excited about this. Is my, my co-investigator, Static, and we're going to be investigating the corpse... For big blade running crime. Okay, well, you are um, introduced to Coco. I am unmoved to meet you. Yeah. Uh, so the, hey, Coco. This is, uh, Good to see you again. Coco is the, uh, the chap in charge of autopsies. And he's, oh, he's there to help I'm you out. <laughs> yeah, no, real. Please show us the corpses. <laughs> Let's just say I might not be down here very much longer, Coco. Okay. Because I can solve this case. 
It bumped up to investigator. Have all kinds of adventures. He, uh, that is unlikely. It's he not, says, "It's not bad." Yes, unlikely. I can. Uh, I can see you were made for the streets. That's right. Um, uh, but yes, he uh, isn't. He will get eaten alive. With, with the, the no filter on this one. <laughs> okay. Can I presume you're here to see the uh, the body of Sandor? I would love to see Correct. the body of Sandor. We're going to investigate. I'm going to do some crime investigation. Okay, fine. Watch and learn, Static. This has done. Okay, I so already am well versed in looking at in, corpses. <laughs> he sweeps into the morgue, which is a like, like, heavily say. refrigerated area. But as as replicants, you don't feel the cold in the same way as a human would. Uh, and he strides over to the slab where there is the corpse of a guy you will recognize from around the office, you know, mm. maybe you saw him in passing in the queue for the coffee machine. It's Sunder, and he is on the slab, and there is a large space in his chest where normally there'd be, you know, solidness, mm. uh, essentially. So, okay, well, yeah. I can see the problem. <laughs> I mean, first of all... I'm going to go up and look very intently and very closely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you see the main, the problem is here in the chest. Oh, yes. Should Coco's be, watching you. something in there. Mm. Just uh, We've letting you case. maybe, you know, exhaust your own abilities. This is good storage space. It just, hmm. do, you well, want to, do you want to, like, properly investigate yes, this yes, with, yes, a, yes. with a medical aid role? Yes. Um, you can choose who, who of you has the better you stats will. in terms of investigations and forensics. Okay. Yeah, so medical aid is a an intelligence mm-hmm. attribute. So roll your intelligence die and your medical aid die. Uh, seven and a four. Nice, so that's a Ooh. success. You're looking at the hole in his chest and it is fairly sizable. Mm. Um, you know, this was not uh, just a little pea shooter. That's right, it's dangerous out there on those streets. And as you as you sort of inspect the, the wound more, you see that the exit wound is is enormous you know it's it's sort of you know um ballooned outwards essentially uh you can see this through through the chest cavity so this is um fairly extreme and i i think from your your knowledge of forensics um this is this guy was hit with a high caliber weapon and it was fairly close range you know this was not someone on the other side of the club taking a pot shot this was really close range chest shot the bullet went straight through and there is no, I mean, it's quite clear that the bullet has passed entirely through mm. Sander's chest. There is no sign of it whatsoever, essentially. Okay, is this like an unusually large caliber of weapon for someone to be carrying? Yes, yeah, I would say, I would say so. Can you do me a tech intelligence roll? Sure can. I think tech is probably the closest. <laughs> it's a one and a four. Aww. Okay. All you can really tell from this is it's, it's, it's a high-caliber weapon. It's a really um, big hole. Yeah, really big hole. Damn, that's a big hole. <laughs> More aerodynamic nice. that yeah. way. Um, okay, uh, diagnosis, dead of, dead of hole. Right. Dead of hole. Dead of hole. We're really good at this. <laughs> Comes for us all one day. <laughs> and Coco says, yeah, that pretty much tallies with my uh, understanding of the situation. Is there anything else? Dead of hole, <laughs> large-caliber weapon. Mm. Anything else about the body that's interesting? The, the Nothing, yeah. Out of the ordinary, barring the giant hole in the chest, you know, Sanders, mm. otherwise completely intact, uh, Nexus Nine replicant body is uh, is fine. It's Wait. just the gaping hole. In his they face. say that the eye, the eyeball of a murder victim shows the last image that was captured. I, I like put my face right up close to his eyes. Coco says, "Please, please don't kiss the corpse." I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> After the talk we had, <laughs> I am no longer kissing the corpse. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
I did not agree to such conditions. Okay. <laughs> Coco's like, that's all I've got in this early stage. You know, the crime was very recent. So um, hmm. I'll let you know if anything else comes up. But for the moment, that is, uh, that's what we've got. Okay. Cool. So that will take us to the end of the first shift of your day. Essentially, you can work for three shifts in a row, but um, you will need some downtime on the fourth shift. Uh, otherwise, you start taking stress, essentially. So, uh, so it's now the afternoon of day one. You are free to reconvene. Is that the plan? Are you uh, going to be heading to the snake pit? Yeah. Head to the snake pit. Fine. So, yeah, do you want to share any information that you've uh, received so far? Um, can, I make a can I make a couple of calls on yeah. the, the snake pit while I'm in my snake pit? Um, yeah, I think, can I do I that? think that's allowed. Can yeah, I do who, things gonna, en route? Who are you going to call? Well, first of all, I'd like to call Static and, mm -hmm. and Purpose. And, mm. Yeah. Um, um, so what's the what's the situation with the corpse? What do we know? Dead of hole. Yes. Mm -hmm. There was a really big hole. Okay. Oh man, so big. There was no surviving that. Can have believed the size of this hole. Any leads on the Um uh, uh, the hole was big. Big hole. So which, um which I suspect means big gun. Big gun. Big okay. Gun. I can work with that. I'd like to make a second call to my criminal informant friend. Oh so, yeah, okay. To a CI. Mm -hmm. Which I believe is a, connect, a connections role. Yes, it will be, yeah. My CI, my criminal mm. informant who is an insider in the human supremacy, in a human supremacy. Confidential informant. Yeah. Oh, sorry, did I say criminal Same informant? Yeah. Oh, he is a criminal. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. But I mean confidential informant. Yeah, so if you want to make your connections uh, roll, that's an empathy connections roll. So oh, okay, uh, you roll cool. a die for empathy and a die for. All right, for well, I have not much empathy, average empathy, but <laughs> very good connections. So I'm going to take. A D12, and I'm going to take a, for C, it's a D8. Yeah, there we go. Mm -hmm. How good are your connections? Uh, oh, oh, that's a success. Okay, that's nice. a one success. Thanks to my connections. Uh, so what are you asking your, your contact? Well, I described <laughs> the victim and the crime scene. Yep. And big the big hole <laughs> caused Important. by a big gun. Yep. So does this sound... Like anything you've like, heard about? Yeah, like, I heard about the heard about the big, incident. Big yeah. hole, bigger mm. hole. Yeah. yeah, I've patched them through, so it's right like in a, the chest. It's like a four-way conversation. <laughs> yeah, right, <laughs> right, okay. in the, right in the chest. Um, there was <laughs> it was amazing. Um, yeah, I I heard about it. What's yeah. the word on the street? Who did this? Uh, no one knows who did it. You're right about the there were uh, a sort of human supremacist group there. I heard there was a bit of a disturbance before the shooting, and that guy whose name I can't remember, but the uh, the guy who's uh, the publisher of Kill magazine, that tabloid, you know, he's connected with those guys, and apparently he that was there. Rag. Um, yeah, yeah, that that rag. So, um, yeah, I don't know. He may he may know something, but I can't, yeah, I can't recall his name. Uh, cool. All right, thanks. Keep your head down. No worries. You guys roughly arrive at the same sort of time. Your two spinners mm. touch down almost uh, in synchronization. The first thing you're, you're sort of presented with is uh, there's a bit of a hubbub around the, um, the snake pit. You know, this word travels fast in this, this part of the city and, um, you know, <coughs> people have heard about the, the shooting um, and are sort of gathering around the police line. And there's a kind of quite tired, sort of frazzled-looking beat cop trying to keep them, mm. keep them in check. Stand aside! Blade <laughs> Runner's coming through! Um, yeah. Say. One thing that you do know is that there is one person who sticks out to you, partly because they're enormously tall, but also because of their, their sort of extremely fair colouring, essentially. Um, uh, it's sort of standing almost impassive, like, you know, watching the scene, but not really uh, engaged in conversation with anyone else, just kind of observing the, the scene. Um, and, uh, and yeah, the, the police line is there, obviously, as 
corpse, you can you can cross that police line. Um, but this is the snake pit. Uh, this is the the nightclub on nightclub row where where the shooting occurred. I'd like to go outside. straight up to the the worn looking big cop and go. Yeah. Hello, I am STK zero four three eight. You may call me Static. We are here uh, to investigate the shooting that happened. Could you please guide me towards where the Esper footage would be stored here? Thank sure. Um, well, I will. Uh, I'll let you in. I mean, you can talk to the club owner. He's been reasonably cooperative, although I think he's kind of getting a little antsy because the uh, you know he they wants have to, ants. Uh, no, it's a figure of speech. Um, He's getting a bit nervous and uh, anxious well, about. I'm not surprised, all the ants around. <laughs> <laughs> yes, right. Uh, yeah, I forgot it's what it's for like to deal with replicants. We don't really have so many of them on the uh, on on our part of the force. So you want someone to put the screws to this club owner, huh? <laughs> um, not a problem. So uh, you, you guys are uh, welcome to cross. I just need to see your badges. Uh, you have them, right? Can you take them with the statements? We have been told to hold off. Uh, apparently, it's a very, yeah, a very cool uh, it, <laughs> Apparently, it's a very sensitive uh, crime scene. There are tell me, I have to factors. take the witness statements. Is that not part of your job? No, it's beat cop work. Uh, and then I well, get them from fine. It's fine. You listen to me, you piece of trash. <laughs> oh. We won't be doing any beat cop work oh. today. We're detective, Blade Runner investigators. That was very good, very forceful. Okay, well, Thank you, you go and detective so. and investigate in there, then I'm going to look after this crowd and make sure no one makes a run for okay. the crime scene. Thank you very much, you piece of trash. <laughs> wow. Um, oh, the, the pale individual you mentioned, Yes. I would like to take a witness statement. I would like to approach You'd like to go and talk to uh, that person? Yeah, yeah see if absolutely. they've seen anything since they're so stand out. Mm. Yeah, I'm going to go inside and talk to the club owner. I'm going to uh, stay, stay nearby in case this pale individual tries to move Okay, fine. So you're heading into the snake pit. You are going to talk to the, the tall guy mm-hmm. whose name is... Well, he'll tell you his name. Okay. His name is Styles. Boy, Harry. You're, you're approaching him in yeah. the crowd. Hey there, sir. Hi. Can Hi. I help you? Yes, uh, what did you see today? I'd like to take your uh, statement. I showed my badge. Ah, uh, well... Introduced myself. You know, I was actually... You know, I was in the club when it happened. Um, really? Yeah, oh. yeah. Um... You know, it was a real, real, um, real messy situation. You know, there was this, uh, this is dancer. She's she's an N nine, um, uh, and she was being bothered by these, uh, you know, human supremacist jerk guys. Yeah, real, uh, real nasty. You know, um, so they started like jeering at her and you know throwing bottles and things like that. And um, yeah, I I I just sort of uh, you know. I, uh, I I sort of stepped in to kind of uh, you know try and defuse the situation and um, and then there was this scuffle and I was facing the other way and all of a sudden there was a gunshot and by the time I looked round uh, there was a guy hitting the deck and and he was dead so uh, can you describe these these individuals these supremacists you well you know the guy I saw was uh, you familiar with uh, Kill magazine yes. The that tabloid, rag. Yeah, yeah, that rag. So that uh, that guy, Jell Shylar. Okay. You familiar with him? Oh, He's yeah. the publisher of the magazine. He was there. He was definitely there. You know, he, he was bothering the stunter. He runs in those circles. I don't know if he was directly bothered, but he was in the group. You He's know. in the mix. Um, okay. He's a real nasty piece of work. I don't I don't agree with his politics and. Uh, I'm yeah. going to attempt to pop my collar threateningly. Okay. And uh, just ask. So you attempted to altercate, but then you were facing the other way. 
Yeah, so I was um, trying to deal with this situation, and the, behind me, the gunshot rang out. And uh, what and did you say to deal with this situation? I just had to step in. These these guys are real jerks. They were harassing a, uh, you know, a woman. A, a these are conveniently woman. vague statements. What did you say? Oh, I just said, hey, knock it off, you know. And then they got real aggressive and started getting up on my face. And then there were a few punches thrown, maybe. Um, but, you know, it's just not, it's not reasonable behavior. You know, we have to be understanding and sympathetic. Who's the dancer, Styles? Uh, I don't know her, but the, uh, the, the club owner guy, uh, Taffy, I think his name is, he, he'll know. All right. All right, well, don't leave town. Okay. Not that you can. <laughs> yeah. It's just over in Nightmare City. Who, who has money for a trip yeah. to the Don't off-world leave. colonies? Not me. Don't leave the planet. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, Purvis mm -hmm. is indoors. And this is the scene you're presented with. Oh, man. There is also, uh, standing by the bar and looking kind of, kind of antsy, is uh, this guy, Taffy Lewis. Taffy Lewis. Nightclub impresario type. He's standing behind the bar and he just looks kind of pissed off. Yeah. I'm going to walk up to the bar. Like, okay. Give me a wise guy. We're not serving drinks at the moment. You've probably noticed the club isn't open. So you won't give me a wise guy? No. Okay. Can <laughs> I help you? If I want a wise guy. <laughs> then I can't help you. <laughs> well, I'd... please, I just, it will look cool. <laughs> oh. uh, roll me a empathy manipulation. Okay. Is that how it's pronounced, by the way, Wise Guy? I've only ever seen it written down. <laughs> that's how it's pronounced. Okay, cool. Hey, that's a 10 and a 9. That's three successes. <laughs> Dang. So. He makes you the best fighter guy you've ever seen. <laughs> okay. Uh, and it, he does it almost without thinking. You know, he's uh, he's been in this game for so long, he just throws it together and is it's in your hand before you even know it. Now listen to me, you piece of trash. <laughs> Great start. What happened here in your in your club? There's blood all over the floor. I saw a guy in the morgue. He had a he had a hole, big hole. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, flash my badge. Okay, uh, fine. Yeah, I I mean there was an altercation. Uh, it was a big big hoo ha, and then. Uh, some guy got shot. What do you want me to tell you? You oh, guys sorry. Know this. Big hoo ha. I'm writing this down. <laughs> and who is this big hoo ha character? Some kind of local tough? It was, it was a brawl. All right. I didn't want to use the word, but it was a brawl. But these things happen. You know, we're a nightclub. Hmm. You know, this is LA. These these things happen from time to time. So how how the mirror get get broke? How do you think? Uh, I don't know. Some someone looked in it and they were ugly and it. <laughs> Did you say you're with the... Could you show me that badge again? <laughs> he checks to see whether it's plastic. Well, I'm, I, I'm usually on forensics, but I'm, I'm hoping to make my way up to investigator. You're way, uh, with way, a big way win on this, <laughs> on this case. Um, what do you want to know? You got the, es the uh, Esper footage from... We don't keep it locally. It's centrally managed by the uh, LEPD. So. Mm. Can I look around and see where the cameras are positioned? Yeah, there's there's definitely a camera here in the in the club. Would it have had a good view of what happened? It seems unlikely. It's pointed more towards the door, mm -hmm. so I guess to see people, you know, like leaving. Okay, the others the others are presumably coming in to join me. Uh, yeah, I mean, okay. if they're done with, uh, yep. if you guys want to head in, yeah, yeah we're straight into the empty club, mm -hmm. right over to the big blood stain mm. smeared across the dance floor. Oh, yeah. go! I have a lead. We're looking for a big hoo ha. 
Yep. Some kind of tough. What is hoo-ha? I nod to Taffy over by the bar because we've, yeah. we've met before. He, he nods back, yeah. Can I sort of investigate the big blacksmith? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, a yeah. Let's look. Yeah. All right. Um, you can take a sample. Yeah, Ooh. yeah, sure. I take out a sample kit and, I mean, we know whose blood it is, presumably, but I suppose there could be more than more than one person's. You won't be able to analyse it here. No. On the, uh... Can I glean anything from the blood spatter? Any clues? There's Ooh. a spray out in the direction of the mirror. Uh, and then a pooling where clearly, as Sandor hit the deck, then you know just blood pumped out of the the gaping wound in okay. his back. That sounds consistent with what we were told. Is there anything anything noteworthy about anything else about the crime scene, like the mirror? Is there anything around there? Can I investigate the mirror. Yeah. Okay, I'm gonna need a uh, an investigation check, mm-hmm. which would yeah. be I would say observation, uh, observation. which is an intelligence. Uh, okay, I would like okay. to help with this. Okay. Well, I had my, ba- my base die for the skill to Ether's roll, I think. Okay. An 11. So that's a critical success. You head over to the mirror, and obviously it's, as you can see from the from the image, completely shattered, and there is a central point in, the, in where the mirror is shattered, essentially. So you, you can kind of pick... I mean, this is probably against protocol, but you actually pick a couple of shards of glass away. So, you, yeah, you find a bullet embedded in the wall um, behind the mirror. It's it's sitting there. You can you can take it as evidence. This looks like it front. would have caused a big hole from a big gun. Big hole maker bullet. Looks right, like a clue. Looks like a clue, Margo. I'm going to bag it up for evidence. Okay, I'm doing it now. Okay. Good lads. Yep. Um, can can we- I... T- Discern the caliber from just uh, because it's been it's thumped into the wall and um, and is fairly deformed. You're probably going to want to take it to the crime lab Fair. to get that stuff confirmed. You know, you've you've found the bullet uh, at the very least, and you've you've bagged it up as evidence. That's uh, that's useful stuff. Can I approach Taffy? Sure. Yeah. I hear you have ants. Uh, there are a lot of problems in this club, and ants are the least of them. What do you remember from the incident? I told you. Your buddy here, um, it was a, you know, a brawl, essentially. The sort that you know, happens in nightclubs from time to time. A lot of chaos, a lot of confusion. And then someone got shot, you know. But the it people, happens. The people who were involved, had you seen them before? Uh, you know, there are a few regulars, a few faces I hadn't seen before. Um, you know, I wouldn't want to... I don't want to point the finger at anyone in case, you know, it, it's uh, it's a false accusation, but, you know. Who is the dancer, Taffy? Iris. She's one of our regular dancers. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is she around? Yeah, she's on the back. You can talk to her. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Thanks very much, you piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's all I really know. You all know, right. people start as soon as the shot rang out, people right. fled. There was a lot of confusion. Smoke all right, clear. if we find out you're protecting some human supremacist customers, Taffy. Yeah. We'll shut this place down. We'll have hey. your license. That's right. We'll shut you down. <laughs> I, uh... Gun-wise. I don't, I don't ask people their politics before you. they come through the door. What can I say? All right, all right, right. We head backstage for, to yep. meet Iris, the dancer. All right. Yeah. Daily town. This is... <laughs> <laughs> Where am I going to go? Um... There's Iris. That's what she looks like. She's smoking. She looks pretty freaked out, actually, to be honest. Like, obviously, the the events of the the shooting were pretty terrifying. All right, Iris, you've had a rough night. Okay. We won't keep you longer than we have to. Yeah. But mm. we need a story in your words. Okay. Well, um, so uh, you know, there was uh, a bunch of guys uh, 
and they were cheering at me and throwing things and uh, I you know I didn't really know how to react um, and and then this uh, this pale guy kind of tall uh, he sort of stepped in to to try and deal with the situation but things escalated and uh, yeah he uh, yeah, well, it became a became a fist fight and then before I knew it there was a, a gunshot ringing out and um, and yeah, that's all I knew, really. And then people rushed out, and there was a, a guy dead on the floor. Did you see a gun? Uh, I I don't really know guns. I the, you know I didn't see a shooter. Um, and do you recognise this woman? Uh well, um, I saw the I saw her in the club. Uh, they were just by the bar. Was she involved in the altercation? Not really. What I, about this guy? I Wait, think... no, no, he's dead. No, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was with yeah, he yeah, was yeah. with her. Um, Picture him with a big hole in his mm. chest. Yeah. I'd rather not. Yeah, this photo is pre-hole. <laughs> okay, I'm glad it's from the the neck up. Mm. Yeah. I, Could you describe the um, the customers who were troubling you to a sketch artist or whatever uh, we use a sketch artist here in the near future? I, I, I it's difficult present. to remember. There were so many of them. There was, <laughs> The, in the current present. <laughs> there was a, a big group. I, I I don't know. I couldn't remember their faces. I panicked a bit. Uh, Could you point them out in a lineup? Uh, I believe in you, Iris. Maybe one or, All right. or two. All I, right, don't leave town. To know. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. she's, Iris is very nervous. What mm. model are you, Iris? I'm a Nexus 9. Mm-hmm. Then you are telling the truth. <laughs> you can, uh, as a note, uh, if you have good in- insight, you can uh, you can roll to see whether people are. Uh, yes, I would like to roll. Are telling the truth. All right, cool. Well, that is uh, an empathy uh, insight check. How empathetic are you? Very. <gasps> Fourteen. Woof. So that's a success. Um, yeah, she's being honest from what you can tell. All the stuff she's told you so far um, seems seems legit. Mm. Do you happen to know? Um, What's his name? Gel? Gel? The publisher behind Kill magazine. I I don't you know, know him? of him, but uh, I, I've heard he comes to the club, but I don't know him by by his face. Okay. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 that's all I know, really. All right. Any further questions, Purvis? Static. No. No. Don't, don't leave don't. town. Correct. Don't leave town. <laughs> Do something about Learning the ants. Fast. I this wish one. I could, but uh, it doesn't look likely. Mm. Okay, right. bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, we need Piece to get the samples to a coin lab. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've got blood. Yes. We suspect it's from the dead guy. Yeah. But we've got a bullet. Gather some of it up. Could be more blood. Mm-hmm. We've got a bullet. Mm-hmm. Fine. Well, let me take this bullet back to the lab and see if there's any kind of if it's unique or has any identifying marks on it. All right, then... take this. Here you go. I'm passing you a bl- okay. blood sample. Take All that right, too. All right, I'll do a good job. Why should we collect the blood in? <laughs> got a sample. Just scoop it up. Yeah. Yeah. Just. <laughs> a little vial. Just running back to the yeah, yeah, yeah. like swab on a vial. Oh, it's leaking out. Is that where you're heading next? What's the What's the plan? I'd like any... to go. Well, actually, let's let's just say uh, you know if you're leaving, are you leaving the club? Is that the or do you have anything else you want to uh, cover off while you're here? I take Styles' details. You know, right? He's to get yeah. In he's touch st- with him. He's still outside. He's still waiting outside. Yeah, yeah. He seems. Happy to help, you know. He's he seems mm. keen to uh, keen to help you out. Okay. Well, we've got his his contact information. Mm-hmm. We've got the, the bullets. We've got some blood. I think we need um, to seek out the publisher of. Uh, yeah. Well, you Kill. can head down there, and I'll go and look at some details yeah. on this. Yeah. There's a map, right? There's a map. There is a gigantic oh, map here. Yeah. All right. Yeah. There you go. 
I'm sure it's on here somewhere. Just oh. in the back of the spinner. Just is he in Magazine Mile? Yeah. Probably. <laughs> I feel like he's in Magazine Mile if he's a, if he's in his workplace. Yeah. yeah. All right, I go to Magazine Mile. All right, cool. Let's cover off West the LA. let's cover off the crime lab first. Okay. So, hey, Coco, I'm back. Investigation's going pretty well. <laughs> so um, don't expect cool. to see me back here very often. Fine. In my own office. <laughs> okay. Good to see you again. Hey. Um, oh, we should have the Esper footage as well. That's. Right. Oh, yes. Where's that? It's in that's, I'll go, again, I'll go and yeah, get yeah. that. I'll, um, okay. That's it. You go to the LAPD mainframe, you can get access to. Okay. I can do that up while I'm in the, <laughs> in the building. Yeah, so uh, Coco's there again. Hi. Mm-hmm. You're back. What have you got for me? Yeah. Well, don't expect me to be here too long, you piece of trash. Uh, I, got, I got the blood here. Okay. We need in the baggie. Fine, we can uh, analyze that pretty quickly. And I got the murder bullet. The murder bullet? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let me take a look mm-hmm. at that. Um, he takes the so other So, yeah, if you could have a look at that and sort of tell me if it's got any identifying marks or, you know, if it's unique in any Zoom way. Hands. Yeah, he um, takes the bullet. He seems more interested in the bullet than, than the blood. Um, uh, he takes the bullet. And yeah, I did carry the blood all this way. <laughs> we'll look at it in, in due time. Okay. Um, he takes a. a a look at the bullet, and um, he identifies that it's um, first of all that it's got Sandoz DNA on it. So the, there is some blood. You know, the bullet has collected some blood on its route through Sandoz's chest, mm-hmm. um, and so he, he analyzes that. It's got his DNA on it, but also it's a pretty rare bullet by sort of uh, by Earth standards, I suppose. Uh, insofar as uh, it is a uh, caseless uh, 44 caliber bullet. Um, and this type of ammo, you might find it in other places, but predominantly it's used in the PKD 5223 blaster, which is standard issue for Blade Runners. <laughs> this bullet looks like it came from a Blade Runner's gun. Um, well, there was one of the Blade Runner there that night. Um, yeah. And then he runs the blood through the thing and says, it's Sanders' blood. Uh, <gasps> what, were you, what, were you, what were you expecting? Uh, oh, I guess that was pretty obvious, huh? <laughs> uh, to be fair to you, there were other people involved in a scuffle. It could, there could have been other uh, injured parties, but no, this, this comes from presumably a rather large puddle of blood. Yeah, I mean, I was able to scoop it up with my hands, right. you know, so. Yeah, I think um, as much. Um, Okay, Coco, you know, you need to keep this, you need to keep this under wraps. This is part of a very in- important investigation. We can't have all this leaking out, you know. I'm a big time blade runner. This now, is so. my job. <laughs> yeah, I don't go yeah. around broadcasting this stuff to all and sundry. Yeah, well, just be sure you don't, you piece of trash. <laughs> <laughs> and, and yeah, and I, I would like to go and check the yes footage as well. Could someone is it just is it it's both of you in the in the Are they separate lab. locations, the mainframe and the crime lab? Yeah, but I think with it because they're within the same area will like, allow them to both happen during the same shift. Did anyone come with me or did you both go to the magazine? I'll I'll mm, I'm just mm, thinking where I should where I'd be best placed. Maybe maybe at the magazine? Yeah, you're, em- you're empathetic yes, and exactly. I have no empathy, yeah. so okay, let's do that. <laughs> that's my so yeah, it's just me and the LAP. Metagaming, so. but Fine. still. Um, <laughs> Then, uh, Purvis, could you roll me a connections roll? Uh, sure can. So there's empathy. Ooh. Okay, so I would like... Uh, it's a five and a two, but I would like to use my key memory to um, re- oh, yeah. re-roll. Please. Okay, interesting. What's your key memory? Um, so my key memory is um, I was... Uh, as a child, I was looking in the fish tanks um, on Animoid Row um, with, okay. with a, my trusted best childhood friend, Leah. 
And um, oh, yeah. inside the fish tank, I saw something that I couldn't explain, and it left me terrified. <laughs> right. Okay. Um, well, it was a fish with the face of a man. Um, <laughs> and drawing on that memory, <laughs> touch yourself. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't go back to seeing fish with men's faces. I have to succeed. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, it's like, you remember Sea Man? It was like that. Okay. Um, I mean, I guess this, uh, the fact that you're on Animoid Row perhaps means that you, even though you're kind of a buttoned up, you know, forensic analyst type mm-hmm. guy, and maybe you have been around a bit and you've, you know, you've you've rubbed shoulders with the with the general populace a bit. So maybe yeah, you or have at least seen... in my implanted memories, I have. Exactly. Yeah. Sure. So you feel a little confident about your your connection. So yeah, go on, then you can re-roll. That's kind. You re-rolling okay. both? Uh, yeah, I got a seven on that one. So that's a okay. Success. Cool. You sort of cast your mind back um, to your long, lonely walks around Hawker's Circle, um, trying to find your place. Practicing in the world. noodle eating. Yeah, practicing noodle eating. <laughs> yeah. Um, one thing that strikes you as strange is you're pretty sure you saw. A uh, a store in Hawker's Circle that and this probably shouldn't be going on and shouldn't be allowed, but that sells um, surplus Blade Runner gear. Um, hmm. You know, uh, unregulated firearms. You know, things like that. Um, things of that nature. It just it's a, a memory that just pops into your your head, um, and I guess you have no idea whether that was something that you experienced or was in, implanted. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it was earlier in, your, earlier in your trip to Animoid Row. So there's another way that someone could have got a Blade Runner gun. Apparently oh, so. Okay. Yeah, it, uh, the store was called Bullet Bob's Runner Surplus. <laughs> Bullet Bob, yeah. Just something that crosses your mind. Anyways, you're pondering this. Um, we are going to head over to uh, the offices of Kill Magazine, which is LA's foremost rag you run some fairly basic like intel stuff on the spinner over and there's a lot of stuff that suggests that uh this guy shylar is a a sort of leading member of the anti-replicant movement uh so yeah you arrive there it's pretty pretty modest office to be honest i assume most of the articles are written by ai because there's only a few desks here uh for full-time journalists and um and yeah like gel shylar is there Pretty much holding court in the in the middle of the the office, essentially. So um, as you as you sort of ascend the stairs through the reception, you're you're directed into the office space. Obviously, the uh, the receptionist you know recognises your badges and waves you on through. And yeah, Jell Shailar is there. He's right. banging on about some story they're going to run tomorrow morning. You know, something scandalous. But he kind of when he spots you, he sort of buttons up and stops stops talking because he recognises. That you are a couple of Blade Runners, yes. and he walks over to introduce himself. So, all right, hello, Blade Runners. I presume that's right. You'll find no skin jobs in here, because uh, hello, I am STK zero four three eight. You may call me Static. Uh, yeah, well, whatever, you know. Um, and he, he basically ignores you and directs all of his conversation to you, being a uh, a, <laughs> a replicant <laughs> hater. Basically, he basically almost yeah, just basically blanks you Yikes. almost. We're here to talk about the snake pit. Oh yeah, John. nasty business that. We can do it here in the open, or we can do it in your office. You got somewhere private you want to talk about this? Well, I've got a conference room if you want to come along. Let's do it. So he leads you, uh, you know, back through the reception to a sort of separate conference room area. Um, what can I help you with? Well, we understand you were at the snake pit. Yeah, I we was, have... yeah. Yeah, okay. I was in there watching some 
Useless skin jobs dancing on stage. Just a reminder, I'm not human, but I am a person. Uh, sure, that's what they all say. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Charlotte, you're going to have to be civilised. All right, all right, fine. I'm going to pop my car. You have your views, <laughs> I've got mine. Again, not of you, a person. Oh, yeah. Do you want to tell us what happened? Yeah, sure. Um, it was a bit of a... Bit of a fight, this big albino guy started to argue with me and my mates and, um, yeah, you know, a bit of a scuffle happened and uh, yeah, and then it all kicked off and um, someone got shot. It's nothing to do with me, though. Know. That is a passive voice and as a journalist, you understand how that is used? Uh, all right. Um, it, it, the thing that happened, I, I did... I, look, it's been a long time <laughs> since I've written an article. I just tell the others what to write. They did the shooting. Right. Well, from my from my eye, um, you know, uh, basically the way it worked out was um, that al albino guy he pulled the gun out on the um, no wait the other way round. He was getting involved with us, and then the this uh, this Blade Runner, one of your guys, one of your guys pulled a gun on on him. He was going to arrest the 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 tall guy. Um, and uh, and then, I, well, from what I saw, yeah, um, it was uh, the the uh, female Blade Runner, the other one, the partner, shot shot him in the chest. I suspect I don't need to ask for this, but can I? Can we tell if he's lying? You can roll an insight to see mm -hmm. if he's if he's lying. I'll help. Okay, Static, I'm going to need you to roll uh, an empathy insight roll. So okay. one dice for empathy, one dice for insight. D12 and D10, so this should be good. Should be high. Should yeah. be high. That is the zero ten. Yes. Then so. you've got a critical success. Mm. Great. And a and a, loads of success. Mm. So obviously he's like blustering and, and sort of, um, and you know, kind of arrogant and bloviating. But as he's talking, you're watching him. And the overwhelming sense you get from your experience on the force is that he's telling the truth. He's very, you know, he's holding court and chatting and being quite rude to you. But I think maybe he's he's sort of taken his eye off you a little bit and it's giving you a moment to to absorb that this, this seems legit, uh, you know. So that That's would, what he saw. So that would mean that Leah shot Sandor. That's right. That's right. And he's continuing. He's saying, anyway, this this albino guy. I've I've, I've seen him around. He's um he's called Styles, and um, he hangs around um, Animoid Row. Does uh, that mean sweet. that Styles would have been covering for Leah? Potentially. Yeah. We saved to one side. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, yes, we should definitely run. Recontact style. Yeah, yeah, sure. And um, your your female uh, Blade Runner, she she ran out, ran out, jumped in a cab. From what I saw, um, don't know where she was going, but uh, she made pretty swift uh, route to the exit. Okay, thanks for your help, Mister. Yeah, uh, you're welcome, Shyla. Yeah. Do we need anything else? Mm, negative. I think that's. that's I'd all. like to. I'd what? like to get out of here as quickly as possible. This yeah. guy makes me uncomfortable. You and me both. See ya. Gross. Don't leave town. <laughs> <laughs> Do leave town. Do leave town. Do leave town. Uh, all right, so let's head back to Purvis, who mm. is now uh, presumably done in the crime lab, but heading to the Esper wall. Yeah, uh, let's to... check out the Esper footage from uh, the club. 
right. just to see if I can see any any clues. Yeah, so this is a uh, sort of part of the LAPD mainframe, mm. um, and it offers you a um, an opportunity to tap into you know thousands of security cameras across the um, across the city, um, and uh, yeah, you're able to. I would say go for a. Um, Let's go for a tech check, please. I'd okay. like to roll tech and its intelligence roll, yep. please. Uh, that's an eight, which is one success, yep. and a nine, which is one success. Great. Two Critical successes. success. This is the scene from outside the mm-hmm. Snake Pit Club. Right, zoom and enhance. And because you because you roll the critical, <laughs> because you roll the critical, and because you are close. able to put your face up to the screen, you can spin that hand out over and see... Oh. Uh, the, yeah, uh-huh. that's that the way. Mm-hmm. Um, that's your zoom and enhance uh, shot of uh, Leah leaving the club <gasps> and, crucially, uh, getting into a metro cab. Something you don't know corroborates what Jell um, hmm. was saying. Uh, can I compare... The, I'm going to compare these. Yeah, okay, hmm. fine. Well, that's Leah, all right. She's got the hair and everything. <laughs> hey, folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around. You won't believe these bargains, folks. Head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd missed forever. It's back and waiting for you. Have you ever played out a conversation in your head or thought about how you'd start your own cult or wondered what board game you'd recommend to avert an extraterrestrial calamity? Me too! I'm Ben from the Yoxcast and I've heard you like podcasts. So... Join us on the Chance Encounters podcast, the weekly podcast where guests pitch absurd and abstract scenarios that call for a board game recommendation. I've teamed up with Chance Encounters to put their years of expert board game knowledge to the test, bringing you the best down-to-earth recommendations for those out-of-this-world scenarios. So what are you waiting for? Check out the Chance Encounters podcast on your favourite podcast service today. Uh, I'd like you to roll a Empathy Connections roll again, please. Uh, three and a one. Yeah, you can see that's a metro cab, but you've literally no idea where it might be going. Mm. Um, nor any idea of how you might find that information out. That's what you've got from the um, hmm. from the S-ball. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you'd like to look up in the LAPD mainframe while you're here? I guess I... Could I see the Esper footage from Bullet Bob's uh, runner surplus? Yeah, yeah, why not? Why not? Okay, well, I, I would like to just see if there is footage from Bullet Bobs. Okay, yep, cool. Uh, you'll need another tech roll, please. Okay. It's an 11 and a 5. So 11 is 2. Yeah, that's successes. Okay, you pull up footage. There's no um, camera within Bullet Bobs' um, uh, store, it's quite small. Um, but you're sort of running it back, basically. Um, Prior to the um, prior to the the shooting, essentially, mm-hmm. and you're you know you're running back, and there's not a lot of activity in terms of uh, the store. This is not a you know frequented by a lot of people. A lot of people aren't spending their money on surplus Blade Runner weapons. But yeah, as you run it back, you're looking for the haircut, and mm-hmm. 
I mean, it takes a little while. It takes almost the, the entire shift of like spinning back through and using the, the computer to search through the, the images. But yeah, you spot someone who looks like Leah leaving the store hmm. from a couple of days before, uh, let's say. Um, Why would she need a Blade Runner weapon if she's a Blade Runner? What's really interesting is that you see at least the direction um, that she's uh, she's heading, right? Um, and she heads down a sort of narrow street. And there's no camera in the street, but um, you just like to run it to see if she comes out of that area. Mm-hmm. And all the way up to the um, to the shooting, um, or like very close to the to the point of the shooting. So you know, maybe like an hour before, hour and a half before the the events transpired in the snake pit. That's the only point you see her leave. Okay. Hmm. I suppose I should go and join the others. Um... If you guys want to. Take the end of the, the shift. Uh, you're going to need downtime after this, unless you want to take stress. Um, but yeah, you can take the end of this evening shift to uh, to get together and discuss what you found. Yeah, let's share the mm-hmm. info mm-hmm. with them. Yeah, I got all kinds of crime clues. Uh, where are we now? Yeah, so... Um, where, where are we gathering? You're just uh, on your communicator. Oh, I guess, right, so okay, right. Oh, I heading see. home on the, on, the, on the commute, maybe home, okay. or mm-hmm. wherever you're going to spend yeah, your yeah, time. Yeah, come in, Purvis. So, yeah, I got some, uh, got some footage of, uh, of Leah um, leaving the club, getting in a, in a, in a what, what was it called? A metro cab. Getting in a metro cab. Um, mm-hmm. Couldn't really tell mm-hmm. where she was heading. Uh, and, and also, um, she, she seemed to buy the, the weapon, the Blade Runner weapon that she used. She bought it from a place called Bullet Bob's uh, Runner's Surplus. You, you know she's left the store. Uh, she left the store. Mm. Okay. And which, was she holding it in the footage? Okay. Or um, she away? I don't think she would it, I don't think she would have been visibly holding it. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, she she, she left around. a place. <laughs> firing into the sky. Yeehaw! Okay. Well, my show. <laughs> she had a, uh, she had a, a tote, tote bag. From <laughs> 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 from neon tote bag. <laughs> neon tote bag from Bullet Bob's. Right. Um yeah, so I guess uh, she bought something in the runner's surplus. Why store. would she buy a, a blade runner? I mean, she weapon. is a blade runner. I don't know why she's buying surplus hmm. surplus gear. This corroborates. We were told by a deeply unpleasant human <laughs> that <laughs> she got into a cab. <gasps> oh, and that also she was the one who shot Sandor. Whoa! <laughs> that is the, Whoa. That is the key. Probably should have led with that. That's wild, you guys. Uh, any other leads that you guys came up with as part of that? We need to talk to Styles again. Right. Because mm-hmm. Sandor drew on Styles. Mm-hmm. And then Leah shot Sandor. So Sandor hasn't been telling us the full story. No, Styles. Sorry, yeah. Styles hasn't been telling us the full story. Sandor is dead. Styles, you <laughs> I'm a blame. <laughs> All right. Let's track this Styles down. Do you know where he, where he might be? Yes, we do. Uh, he hangs out on Nanomoid Road. That's correct. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I might see that fish with the human face. Again. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Lots of good progress here. You're gonna face my um, fear someday. Let's go. Downtime. Downtime. Um, downtime. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you can always have <laughs> so, downtime. <laughs> Basically, the way this works is uh, you can choose to either spend your uh, downtime at home. Or you can spend your downtime wandering the streets, you know, mm. Um, mm. having a drink, eating noodles, if mm. that's your thing. Um, be at home practicing drawing in the mirror. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you piece of trash. <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> kick the gun under the sofa. So are you, oh, are you, are you, is that how you're spending your, your downtime? Yeah. Okay, you need to roll a d8. Sure. And there will be some events and things. A five. Okay, uh, you play soothing music, watch an old film, or in t- enjoy some time with a digi. 
With a what knife? Uh, it's a sort of holographic girlfriend, I yeah. guess. Oh dear. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. To oh, yeah, let's yeah. be honest, it probably is. My holographic girlfriend. Um, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> okay, you're gonna sit there, holographic girlfriend, and watch me draw around this mirror. <laughs> um, yeah, and I, I, you're wow. like, um, I mean, you haven't taken any stress, <laughs> but let's imagine you had taken some stress. You'd be you'd be healing mm. an extra point of that stress. Right. Um, to be stressed, baby. How do you like to unwind? Um, I'm going to wander the streets. All right. Um, cool. I'm you know I'm only a year old, so I do like just to people study watch. people. Yeah. yeah watch people and maybe maybe have a little bowl of noodles as well. Okay. Not, well. I'm, I did, I played it up earlier, but I'm still not very good at it. <laughs> still, half yeah. the time it's like... Uh, For the entire game, there's been just a noodle hanging <laughs> um, Cool. Uh, roll me a D8, please. Four. Four. Ooh. Uh, so your character's key relationship confronts you in the street. <gasps> um, and they want something. Uh, let's decide what that is in a moment. But if you tell me about your key character. My key character was my first partner in the Rap Detect unit. Um, mm-hmm. She uh, taught me the ways of the street. Not very well. Right. Uh, and my admiration for her was very passionate. But recently she went missing while working a case. Um, the LAPD launched an investigation, but nothing came up. So I swore to find her. So Ooh, That was easy. <laughs> <laughs> find her. Yeah, you you finally run into her, uh, and uh, she's she's heard you know she's heard about this case. She's she's aware of it, and you know much as the LAPD and Wallace Corps are trying to keep this thing uh, under wraps, but she's um, she heard about what happened in the in the snake pit, um, and um, you guys have a bit of a conversation and things, um, and it becomes clear that. Uh, She's uh, she's been hanging around Annaboy Row for a while mm. now, and she's seen Styles there a lot, mm-hmm. you know, a lot. And he um, he you know he hangs around uh, one of the stalls. Um, she can't remember the name of it, but um, one of the stalls in Annaboy Row, he tends to frequent. Okay. Like he sort of mooches around there, heads off, comes in, like chats to the old guy who runs it. What kind like of animals been- do they sell? It appears to be butterflies. Butterflies. Interesting. That's... Do I have noodles on my face? Um, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, uh, she points out that there is a noodle hanging from your face and you take one stress oh, from God. the stress <laughs> of discovering this. So that's the cost of this information that you've <laughs> received. I thought I was really intimidating. Sadly not. not. Sadly not. All right, fine. Uh, Margot. Uh, All right, I'd like to use one of my specialities. Oh yeah, okay. I'm so married to the job. Is the so name of the speciality married to the job that I can um, do an extra shift of of work. Oh hello! Without taking stress. Ooh. So I'm going to delay my downtime, and I'd like to investigate Leah. I'd like to look at her personnel file. Yep, you can um, head to the LAPD. You can do that right now. All right, so I get let in after hours. It's, oh yeah, it's presumably. Workholic, they nod you through. They've seen yeah, this yeah, before. Yeah, they you, know me. You've done it before. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. And I go to the um, records office. The mainframe, yeah. Player's file. Yeah. Styrofoam cup. Of okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to need a. Like, t- I'm going to need a, t- a tech <laughs> roll for this. Hmm. Oh, D in technology, really? Mm, that's I'm your D six. Kind of luddite. Uh, what's your intelligence go. though? Uh, my intelligence is a mere C, so a D eight. Okay. Give me a tough one. Could push myself, couldn't I? Uh, yeah, you only put, you roll first and then yeah, you decide to push advantage. yourself. All right, okay. Well, let's see how we do. Oh, okay. That's just uh, it's one success. Yeah, one success. Yeah, yeah. That's a, mod- a modest success. Do you yeah. want to? Uh, well, okay. Well, let's cool. see what we get with one success. Tell me. 
Alright, I've got a right. handout for you. Bloody love a handout. Bloody love a handout. <laughs> Absolutely adore a handout. Yeah, there you go. Right. Information. There's some additional information All about right. Leah. Alright, LH37.93, aka Leah. Performance report. Baseline test failure, 3rd of March 2037. Baseline test failure, 27th of April 2037. So that we knew from, mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. Wallace's yes. PR. Suspension, 28th of April 2037. So she was suspended from duty. Recalibration, mm-hmm. 7th of May 2037. Active service, returned to active service on the 8th of May 2037. So she was suspended and then reinstated a couple of weeks later. Post-recalibration. It like that yeah. calibration worked, but... Mm. Mm. Yep, okay. that's fine. Is there anything else you'd like to look up while you are here? You will need to do another tech roll. Do we have like civilian records here, or is it just like uh, LAPD service? If they've got or... a if they've got a record, right. they'll be in the system. All right, well let's see if Styles has got a criminal okay, record. Cool. Then another tech roll. Mm, good idea. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, that's uh, two successes, right? Critical. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even though you don't have a, a photo or a. Um, or any other kind of information because you you know you've I don't take his details. Yeah, so you've got his details, and, and via that you're details. able to finagle. Yeah. You know, and zero in on this. Looks a bit like <laughs> a bald Johnny Lee Miller. Yeah, that's what you type into the machine, and um, <laughs> Johnny and Johnny it goes. Oh yeah, I've got exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> nice. Say no more. Um, uh, semantic search. Twenty-seven yeah. <laughs> um, is really good. So there's some information about uh, styles. Stylesy. Another handout. Ooh. Okay. I can't all the handouts. All right, styles is a replicant. Everyone. <gasps> Newsflash. NX8 396.2, aka Styles. Incept date, 17th of July 2022. What? So he's old. He's an XS8, so he's an older model, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it also means he is, someone did the maths, 2037 minus 2022. He's 15 years old. Mm-hmm. His function was hard labour and combat. Ooh. His physical state is Lev A. Uh, his mental state is Lev C, which sounds less good. And his known address is nowhere. We don't know where he lives. Mm. Okay. Interesting. So he's. Um, and you know, he hangs around Animoid Row. Yeah. And he's a tough guy, a tough 15 year old Nexus 8. Mm-hmm. Yep. Any person or location you'd like to um, have a poke around with in the mainframe while you're here? Oh, do I get, I get more of. I get more moves. Yeah. yeah. Cool. I mean, it's a, it's it's a, a whole several shift. hour long yeah. shift. Oh, yeah, so. that's true. I'm, I'm in here for four, yeah. four or five hours. He's sitting drawing in the mirror. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. You're practicing riddles. <laughs> Can I bring up a map? of the area around um, Bullet Bobs mm-hmm. and see if I can infer where Leah might have gone. Well, that's, so Bullet map. Bobs is around, um, yeah, around sort of Animoid Row and, mm-hmm. and things like that. So um, you can search you can search for Esper footage of Animoid Row if you'd like. Yes, I would like. Okay. All right. Uh, yeah, another tech roll, please. Okay, gosh, pushing my luck with these. You did well with low, low dice. Oh, oh that's fair. Are you going to push, push it yourself? Too far. Yeah, I'll push it. Both you can then. choose to re-roll as many, but you can only push well, I mean, I may as well re-roll both because yep. neither of them were a yep. success. So, one All success. Yeah, and, uh, and a success. Yes. Okay, you, do, you take the stress one. for the one, right? Yep. Yeah. So you take one stress right. for your uh, for your one. I mean... Yeah. How stressed are you feeling? I'm feeling You're one, on five I'm at feeling the moment. I'm feeling one stress and I've got five resolves, so... Um, but that is a that is a success as well. You figure, I'm you know, there's it's a, late. yeah, there's a, and it's there's a lot of stressed. yeah, there's a lot of yeah, and you haven't you haven't slept, slept. yet or anything like yeah. that. So a lot of clues and leads are pointing to this area around Animoid Road. Mm. You know, you know that Styles hangs out there. If you've been communicating with your with your buddies, you know that there's this gun shop in that sort of area as well. So you're looking up the Esper footage of the scene and because you've got details on Leah, you're looking for her. And what you discover is that there's loads of footage of Leah. She spent a lot of time in this area in the days surrounding the shooting. She can be seen entering and leaving bullet uh, bobs after the shooting as well. 
Um, and also, um, there's another um, interesting detail as you follow her route through the various different cameras and stuff. Um, she heads to a store, like a stall, called uh, the Aurelian, and she has a short conversation with a guy who's you know, running the stall, old looking dude. They have a very short conversation and then she disappears off and uh, you lose her in the uh, in the crowds. Okay. But, but this is, the activity uh, in terms of the conversation with the Aurelian happens on the day after the shooting. So this is when she was, she had left, you know, she'd fled the fled the scene of the crime. Mm. And she uh, went back to Bullet Bobs. Yeah, she went the back shooting. to the, after the shooting and, um, and also had a conversation with this Aurelian uh, stall owner. Right. Gotcha. Mm. All right, well I'm beat. <laughs> time to turn in for a tight 20 minutes and then, yeah. and well, then I still have to do a downtime so it kind of makes me out of sync now with the other characters because I still have to do a session of downtime right. I okay. leave but it just means I can do four and then one are you going to sleep into the morning then okay. yeah I'm going to sleep late so sorry guys <laughs> can I I would like to go to Animoid Row once I'm done uh, downtiming yeah. downtiming yeah, yeah. Um, is that your? Are you both heading there together? Yeah, I assumed we'd all agreed to meet up at Animoid Road yeah, to continue sure. the yeah. case. Yeah, you had a, a message mm-hmm. at <laughs> an ungodly hour of the morning. Yeah, um, and you've all agreed uh, to to head to Animoid Row. Yeah, Margot. Hey, let's deal with Margot's downtime first. Yeah. Um, Margot. What would you? Where would you be spending your downtime? Well, I went home and started drinking heavily. Great, and as usual. Slept yeah. late into the morning. Great. And, okay. Uh, it's my one of my. Few many vices. <laughs> yeah, few, one of my few many vices. Yeah. Staring at um, the ceiling fan. For you, yeah. <laughs> would you roll a d8 for me, please? And we'll. we'll. Um... It's a two. It's a two. Uh, nothing of great note happens. Sweet. Um, just the drinking, really, to be honest. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. I pass out in sort of 6, 7 a.m. Yeah. Sleep through my alarm. Um, that's cool. Uh, you can, uh, I think, remove one stress. Um, yes. For that. So. For passing, out drunk. For passing out drunk. <laughs> yeah. um, you're pretty relaxed. Pretty relaxed. Okay, Animoid Row. Let's head over there. Hey everyone, you all enjoy your downtime. I hung out with my girlfriend. She's real. You have a girlfriend? Yeah, she's a human actually. Yeah. What's her name? Stacey. Stacey sounds really nice. Stacey. <laughs> it's a it's a real human name. <laughs> right, definitely not a digi. <laughs> no. All right, fine. Yeah, so you head into um, Animoid Row, which even at this time in the morning is just full of people everywhere. Um, this is the area of uh, town where people who create fake animals uh, tend to uh, live. Yeah, so and other, other things as well, <laughs> say, shuddering at the memory. Yes. Um, <laughs> I'd like to inform the two about uh, meeting up with my former partner. Yes, um, absolutely, yeah, yeah. Uh, and just let them know uh, we need to be on the lookout for anything to do with butterflies. Okay, butterflies. Mm. Okay. Styles mm. apparently spends a lot of time there. Okay. okay. Mm. Did well, you I, learn anything in, in yeah, your Yeah, I share the printouts from the mainframe. Here we go. Yep. Leah, Styles. Mm. Okay. Okay. Good. And presumably you share the information about the Aurelian. Aurelian well. and, yeah. And I share my fine, cool gun drawing. Yeah. Um, I try and draw it really fast. Okay. You spent eight hours doing that. <laughs> That's not very good. Um, we also know that Leah returned to Bullet Bob's after fast. the shooting. Yeah. Could it be that she was trying to okay. sell her service weapon to mm. to cover mm. her tracks or something? I mean, we could go to Bullet Bob's and find yep. out. Um, we could pretend to be a, someone in, in the market for a Blade Runner weapon. 
and see if they have one. Yeah. <laughs> but we have yep. But it would be a pretend, though. Subterfuge. <laughs> cool. Anyway, uh, so uh, Static and uh, Purvis have uh, oh, man. swept into um, Animoid Row. It is fully bustling. There is a noodle stand. You'll be pleased here if you would like some <laughs> breakfast noodles mm. uh, breakfast and do some, do some noodle eating practice. Yeah. Well, I kind of thought Margot would be here to help us with the investigation. He's saying she's, she's the investigator. <laughs> <laughs> um, and is so married to the job. Yeah. yeah. I guess she passed out <laughs> on the couch again. Oh, that's cool. Does that that's a cool. Lot? Um, yeah, it happens quite a lot. It's cool, though. I, I don't like it. Humans. Am I right? Yeah, I mean, this place is just full of stalls and shops. Everything's on top of each other. There's sort of little nooks and crannies and, mm-hmm. um, you know, there's a place that specialises in, you know, fake guard dogs or, you know... Are we allowed a, to look at the map or is it... Yeah, you can have a look at the map. Yeah, yeah. Here is the map of Animoid Row. I feel like, um, um, I feel like maybe we, we should wait to go to Aurelian's until, um, until Margo's back so we could check out Bullet, Bullet Bob's. We could do that, yes. Although the clam hut looks very nice. <laughs> <laughs> the turtle hut. Where they fabricate turtles. The tasty noodle. Uh-huh. That sounds pretty good. Seven star prawns. That's too many stars. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can handle that. Hey, it's oh, a butterfly. Boy. Oh, interesting. The Aurelian. Aurelian. Cool. Yeah, you can see that that very neon sign is um, is over here somewhere. There you go. It's just outside a, a very small, you know, unassuming looking little stall that backs, mm. you know, that fronts a, sh- a shop. There's a shop behind. Okay, let's go see Bullet Bob and then maybe Margot can join us. We can head over to the Aurelian when she rounds up from her stupor. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, okay. So, so ha- how about um, we go in, we say we're a crime mm-hmm. duo. We are a crime uh, duo. We're a crime there duo. And we're here to uh, buy. Blade Runner tech weapons, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, it's the best stuff. We want like the, the uh, caseless. You are aware I'm not capable of lying. Yeah, that, that will make it tricky. Well, maybe I, I do the I do the lying, and you just sort of nod along. That is lies by omission. I will try. Maybe you stand outside. <laughs> and, uh... I will do my best. Okay. That's not that's a lie. I will. <laughs> Bullet Bob's is a uh, tucked around the corner. Um, there is the. Uh, you spot the narrow alleyway that you saw Leah head into. Mm-hmm. Um, as you approach the shop, it's exactly as it looked like on the Esper footage. Um, inside the store, a uh, place that has weapons adorned all over it, and a sort of um, protective cage in front of uh, sure. the desk. And behind that desk is Bob Gorski, who is the proprietor and eponymous Bullet Bob uh, <laughs> of Bullet Bob's Runner Surplus. It's a tricky place for uh, a couple of Blade Runners to enter because this is not entirely legit, legit business. Mm. Uh, so Bob's on edge, and he like, visibly so, and kind of pissed off. He's Do I have pro- noodles pro- on my face? Uh, no, you, you, I think you got them all. Okay, I'm okay. going to cross my arms and look very intimidating. Mm. <laughs> Can I help you? Hey, um, so yeah, I'm, uh, I'm looking for a, a weapon... Uh, something, something big, you know, to do some, do some real big shooting with. Big hole. It's yeah, big make hole. big holes in, uh, in things. Okay. Um, I hear Blade Runners have the best guns. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you? Who sent you here? I'm just a, I'm just a tough, <laughs> a street tough, looking to defend myself. You, you dig? <laughs> you right. dig, partner? You capiche? Uh, okay. what I'm laying down to you? Um, I think this feels like a manipulation role. Oh, you um, do, do you, huh, tough guy? What's up? <laughs> I'm going to need you to roll empathy, because Bob's not impressed by the tough guy act at all. Okay. He's dealt with actual tough guys in his time, <laughs> and is, uh, he's not terribly impressed by this. 
it's a three and a one. Oh. oh. Did you want to push yourself? You can re-roll the one that's not a, a okay, one. Sure. One. Sure. But you'll take a stress if you get that. That's two. Okay. Ah. So why don't you just hand over the piece, you, you trash piece? Can I help him at all? Uh, you can roll your own. Um, you can roll your own. Well, yes. I mean, yeah. how do you want to? How do you want to approach this? Uh, He's busy embarrassing himself. Listen and, here, you trash. Um, piece. I'm just gonna. I'm gonna like try and go. I can see a cop. I know a cop when I see one. Yeah. Well, see this. Do you have a hermit for this? <laughs> Do I have a permit for this? All right, this is definitely a manipulation. I, you got a permit for this? <laughs> yeah, that's right, I got two of them. I'm going to try Surely you would need the permit for them if they belong to you. I'm going to try and Touche. <laughs> you win this round, perhaps. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, manipulation roll, please. So yeah. that is, uh, again, empathy. Uh, empathy, so that's a D. That would be a is D. Is anything in this building not, like, Oops. nailed down or changed the wall or behind the cage? Um, it's 2D12. The, the, the rack of guns is behind him on the thing. Okay. The There's a tiny aperture in the cage for him to pass through. Wow, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. So I... you've got a success there. Yes, okay. A single success. Okay. Oh, look, I can tell you, cops. What do you want to know? What do we want to know? You trash piece. <laughs> we already know that. Mm. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I'm a legitimate business. <laughs> um, Have you seen this woman? Uh... Yeah, she was in here recently. She's buying some ammunition uh, mm. for a, you know, I think it was 44 caseless ammunition. I don't know, she didn't, this was uh, not that long ago, like yesterday maybe. And she didn't say what she needed it for, but she uh, she looks nervous, I would say, nervous. Just came in here the once, did she? Uh, she was in the here earlier. I think she was just scoping the place out, seeing what was available. But then she came back and bought ammunition? Yeah, yeah. Anyone with her? No, she was alone. Now, would it surprise you to know that this woman is a Blade Runner? Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I would have thought she'd have her ammunition supplied for her if mm. she was a Blade Runner. Yeah, you'd think Surely that, wouldn't you? Could just uh, pop back to the tower and, you know, pick up all the ammunition she needs. Hmm. That is something we can do. It's great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you open your code. It's just like a, it's bullets it's a stream of bullets. Yeah. It's an entire band of piling up around out. me. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else I can help you with? Hmm. Hmm. Got any cool guns? <laughs> yes. And he gestures to an entire wall full of cool guns. Is there something cooler than my service weapon? Yeah, I mean, there's an Ender assault rifle. But yeah. <laughs> I, I would like to buy the Ender assault rifle, please. I don't sell to cops, unfortunately. Who said, who said I was a cop? I'm a, I told you, I'm a street tough. You are the most obvious cop. I'm I'm a, I'm, I dro- accidentally, <laughs> accidentally dropped my badge on my phone. And, uh, uh, oh, beans. Okay, well, thank you for your time, sir. Um, we'll see you see you around. Don't, don't yep. do any more crimes. We'll be back to you, shut you down some other day. I'm a legitimate businessman. This sure. is a, an official warning from the LAPD. Thank you. Uh, goodbye, you trash piece. <laughs> So uh, <laughs> Do you want to investigate the area around? I mean, there's this alleyway. Yeah, the alleyway I saw on the Esper footage. That wow. sounds you interesting. Take yeah, let's take a look. Let's go down and see what's at the end that Leah went down towards. It's actually a dead end. It's not a particularly long alleyway. So this is not like here for ages. This is not a through route. Anything out of place? Hmm. Anything? Yeah, I mean, give me a. I want an observation roll for this one, please. Oh, uh, well, that's a 12. And a six, so three successes. Three successes. All right. Most of the doors on this in this alleyway are um, bolted shut and kind of rusted shut. You know, they've been there mm. for a while. But there is one that you notice just out of the corner of your eye as, the, as an advertising blimp 
passes over uh, and a beam of light sweeps across the alleyway. You see uh, that the um, there's a slight sheen on the bolt of one of the doors where it looks like it's been used hmm. more than the other ones. So. Hmm, looks like this door has been used recently. Maybe this is where Leah went. She couldn't have stayed in this alley all, all the time. It could be inter- it could be dangerous to uh, hmm. to try this ourselves. Um, Should we wait for Margot? Or I mean, think how cool she'd think we were if we went in there and solved the case. <laughs> and as as you're discussing this, uh, Styles steps out of the shadows <gasps> with a couple of companions, um, <clears throat> and he says, "What do you think you're doing?" Uh, oh, uh, just I came down the alley to take a we'll take a leak. We're both leaking. <laughs> <laughs> I do not see any leaking. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm doing it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's normal for me. We actually, we had some questions for you, Styles. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I guess <laughs> <laughs> I am incapable of lying. <laughs> Ooh, well, that was a good leak. So, uh, <laughs> so Styles, the jig is up. Look, I I don't know what you're talking about. You just leave this case alone. You, you've already gotten too far into it. It's just, please, leave her alone. Leave her alone. Yes, I can. I can only assume you're here because you're looking for Leah. That's correct. Just leave it. Do not pursue this further. It's kind of our job to pursue crimes. Blade runners. Like um, Leah. Yeah, he... Um, you understand we are replicants. Yes. Mm-hmm. But you should, you should leave this case alone. And why is that exactly? Because there are certain things I need to protect and your interference could have ramifications way beyond this. So Ram- just, ramific... Uh, Man is dead. He got right. shot, and his hole was big. Look, I can see you're not gonna, you're not gonna listen to me. Uh, and he gestures to the two guys behind him, who sort of close up in front of Styles. Uh, and we're gonna, we're gonna deal for initiative. Mm-hmm. Uh, making a very big mistake. I think it's you who's making a mistake. <laughs> um, right. Initiative. So instead of rolling for initiative, we have a deck of initiative cards. Um, we will go around and I will draw for um, the uh, attackers who are uh, these two replicants and Styles as well. Uh, and then I will, uh, because they're attacking, and then I will pass the card, uh, the deck along and you'll take the top card as well. So uh, this is for uh, replicant one. This is for replicant two. This is for Styles. Yeah, if you take the top card from there. You're not involved. I'm just like whipping it off. (laughs) And yeah, the top card. What a a terrible time to be. Margaret's going to be so mad she missed this. Right, uh, so it is Replicant 1 first. uh, And then it is Purvis. Then it is Static. And then it is Styles. And then it is the second Replicant. Okay. As they. advance on you. The first replicant pulls out a sort of small flip knife and approaches, and uh, the other one pulls out a sort of piece of pipe, basically, like a blunt sort of uh, bludgeon, essentially. Um, And that's what they are essentially going to try and uh, attack you with. So I think probably replicant number one is probably going to have a go at um, stabbing static. So that is a hand-to-hand strength check. 
So I'm rolling a, uh, a D8 and a D10. So that is a four and a 10. So they are gonna hit uh, with their knife, which does one point of damage. Yikes. Static, I'm sorry. Uh-oh. I'm terribly sorry. Um, well, look, now I have a hole too. Yeah, it's not like a it's not like a mortal Im- injury. And then next up is Purvis. Mm, I'm gonna pull up, pull on the one with the knife. All right, okay. Blast him. Yeah. Okay. So you're a, a little distance back, maybe um, going for going for ranged, yeah. ranged attack, agility, firearms. Let's go for that. Uh, okay, that's snake eyes, double ones. <gasps> wow. Okay. <laughs> Reach through the sky, you piece of trash. I say. <laughs> Throw my gun across the alleyway. Okay. <laughs> okay, this has gone, this gone badly wrong for you. What a turn, what a turn. Um, you have a you have a free action, so you can okay, scrabble off. I'm after gonna it. run after my gun <laughs> down the alleyway. Kick it oh, no. as you go. Um, Kick it further down the alleyway. Um, so you sprint after your gun. Uh, that's probably a, um, uh, a good move. Okay, Satic, what's your what's your? Um, I'm just gonna watch his purpose like <laughs> I assume the knife is still in my shoulder. I'm just gonna go. I think so. Yeah. Pull my blaster and just point blank. Okay. All right. Fine. Face. That would be uh, firearms agility. Yeah, let's go for firearms agility. All right. So that's uh, D6 and a D12. Five and a four. That's, uh, no that's success, right. That is yeah, no success there. You could push yourself to. Um, to re-roll. Yes, I, I would think. like to do that. Uh, either dice? Uh, both, if you both? prefer, yeah. yeah. And you've got two fails, so... That's oh. a success. Okay. And a fail. So, uh, that's a success. You take one stress uh, for the one. Yeah. And you'll do the damage on your blaster, which is... Base damage two. Base damage two. Okay, so you're going to do two uh, damage to replicant number okay. one. Okay, fine. I told you this was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. So, Styles is... In his first turn, he's he's just sort of he's expecting his his guys to take care of it. So he's just going to step back and and just observe for the f- first mm. round, basically, um, and uh, and see how things go. He's anticipating as the as the sort of aggressor uh, that they're going to have an advantage. Um, uh, so Replicant Two has a club and is going to. I guess because Replicant 1 went after Static, probably Replicant 2 is going to try and <laughs> take care of He's target his back. Yeah. As he looks between the, the two of you and he's like, that's the easier, yeah. that's the easier target. <laughs> There's no sort of element of surprise here, so I think this one's going to be an opposed role. Um, I would... Uh, yeah, okay. He's going to try and hit you with his, his pipe, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that is a strength hand-to-hand. Um, so that's another D8. And I roll D10. my strength hand to hand. And yeah, yeah. And so it's about who gets the most successes. Okay. And I can tell you, he hasn't rolled uh, any successes. Uh, nor have I. Oh. All right. Okay. Well, so you have <laughs> a bit of a tussle. He swings at you. You flap at him. <laughs> and somehow, in amongst all this, no one gets hit in the head. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, you've, you've managed to dodge the, uh, the consequences for at least another turn. Consequences. Um, we're going back to Replicant One, who's um, who's been shot a bit, but like with a, a sort of sonic blast or whatever it is. So um, he's kind of stepped, stumbled back a bit just to, with the sort of force of that. Um, so he probably not happy about this, but having lost the knife that was embedded in your shoulder, he's going to have to try and hit you with his fists instead. <laughs> um, it's going to be a strength hand-to-hand again. Um, yeah, so same numbers. Ooh, he's rolling like trash. Uh, 
That's four and three. What's yours? Contested a hand to hand. Is it strength? Okay. Yeah, it's strength so, and hand to hand. Uh, yeah. Uh, four and a five. Ooh. Uh, do you want to? Uh, you can't push yourself because you're the one being attacked. Mm. Um, all right. Yeah. Um, it. It doesn't. You know. Again, there's sort of a lot of swinging and flailing. <laughs> He's just like trying and, to swing yeah. at me. I'm just like. Mm. Yeah, you're just sort of stepping out of the way, and it's a real uh, inelegant a alleyway <laughs> scuffle that's going on here. Uh-huh. This um, is a total mess. For all their sort of imposing demeanour, actually, <laughs> these guys aren't much more capable than. Uh, than anyone else really in a fight. So we're back to, uh, it's Purvis's go now. Yeah. Uh, can I retrieve my gun from where I threw it down the alley? <laughs> I think you're allowed, yeah, probably. Okay. Use your free action and you can use another free, you can use the first free action to step towards it and the yeah. second free action for this turn to pick it up. Okay. But that's your that's your All free, free action this turn done. Right, I would like to shoot the guy who was trying to get me with a pipe. Okay, replicant number two. Try Fine. again. Uh, now I've got it out. I feel yeah, yeah. confident. I'm like, remember all the training you did in front of your real girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna gonna do that. Uh, I would like to push myself to re-roll. Okay, you're gonna do both. Yeah. Oh my god! You can push yeah, yourself I... twice because you're a replicant. Okay. Oh yeah. So, oh, oh great! And I push myself again. Yeah. Better be something good this time. Yeah. Oh, success. one success and one all right. critical failure. Fine. So take a stress. Okay. Oh but gosh. also, yeah, you um, you do manage to fire a, a um, fire at this guy, and it hits. I say center mass in yep. in the in the gut. That's um, two damage <laughs> on the sonic blast. Yeah. Two. Oh, is so you going for sonic blast? Yeah. 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 Okay. Fine. Fine. Uh, so that's two damage for. Replicant number two. Uh, Static, it's your go. Uh, I'm going to very slowly pull the knife out of my shoulder and say, did I ever tell you I love corpses? And just stab him with (laughs) it. Wow, okay. Uh, So this is Replicant one. Unsettled and also... um, (laughs) In fact, that's so unsettling. Uh, I'm going to say that this, uh, in this opposed role, uh, I'm going to say that the Replicant is rolling at disadvantage. uh, Because that is... Horrible. Um, so, fine. I'm just going to roll a single uh, d10. Oh, that's a success. Am I rolling as well? Yeah, it's, it's an opposed so roll. So but you get your two dice. So it's, okay. a, it's, it's another strength hand hand. Gotcha. Oh. Yeah, that's a success. You win that um, that little punch up, and um, you'll do an additional point of damage for your additional success. So Nice. Um, so yeah, what's your base damage for so the knife is one, I think. The knife um, is one, and, uh, and then you you get an additional piece of damage for nice. for your for your crit, and also this is fun. Uh, they get a critical injury as well. Um, yeah. Right. This was replicant one. Uh, Suffer two points of damage, and you get to roll a crit die for the knife. Uh, you roll a d8, and I will tell you. Exactly what it does. Yeah. So it's a piercing. Um, yeah. uh, it's a piercing damage. Roll it. I'll tell you what happens. Okay. Five. What horrible injury is five? Okay. It's a bleeding gut, and any uh, mobility roll reopens the wound. Uh, basically, for him. Look at that. It's but, yeah. just where the big hole would be. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> so you've basically just like jammed this knife into his gut. Stars is now like, oh shoot, this is. Um, this is looking bad. Uh, so he's going to step in and start doing a bit oh. of the old hand-to-hand fun stuff. I think he's probably going to go for Static because he sees Static as more of a threat. So conversely, <laughs> whereas the other replicant was looking for the soft target, he's actually keen to, to sort of put an end to this. So he's going to attempt to punch you, basically, clean the jaw. So it's an opposed roll again. So he has one success. And, and if you uh, roll your strength hand-to-hand stuff as well, 
Ooh, it's two and a four. Can I re-roll? No, because oh, you're the gotcha. one being attacked. Okay. So, um, yeah, he's going to hit you in the face. That's only a, um, a single point of damage. Okay. Um, and he doesn't have a critical, so uh, no critical injuries for you. Um, fine. Stars has entered the fray. Um, <laughs> replicant number two, who is the one with the club, uh, and is probably the healthiest of the two. He's still focused on Purvis. So, okay. He's uh, rolled two... Uh, he's rolled a critical, basically. So, two successes. Okay. Is this uh, opposed? Yeah, if you can um, roll a tie... That's another one and oh. a five. Oh dear, okay, well. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna clock you right about the skull with this this pipe, oh. basically. Crunch, oh. and unfortunately, um, because he's he's uh, got a critical success, uh, that's gonna cause you some trouble. So, um, what the hell, man? It's a D10 for the old strength size. This could cause you serious, this could cause you serious problems. Okay, um, that is a... Ooh. All right, so that's a nine. <laughs> this is uh, this is a a nine crushing. Oh, you've got a um, you've got a internal bleeding. Congratulations. <gasps> okay. um, it's uh, so that adds disadvantage to all stamina and mobility rolls until you get that healed, and it takes a week. To Whoa! Do that. No way. Um, that's going to be to stamina and movement. Do you say? It's also bad news because you're going to have to make a uh, death saving throw every <gasps> shift. Oh. Um, so Jeez. let's wow. make a note of that um, until you get it until you get it sorted out. Basically. Oh, okay. Um, How much damage do I take? So, uh, two points damage um, plus uh, an additional damage because there was a there was a it was a crit. three points of damage. So three points of damage, yeah. Okay, uh, Purvis, what, what are you doing? Shoot him again. You hit shoot me with a pipe. All right, fine. That's allowed. Yeah. Real mad now. I'm going to shoot shoot you. That's one success. I'm going to push myself and roll this again. Yeah. And ah, beans. You can, <laughs> you can push yourself again per turn because you're a replicant. Oh yeah, replicant so, power. Mm. Roll it one more time. Come on, that quick. Ah, beans. Oh, All right, okay, no, no. Oh no. Fine. So you're aiming at replicant two, the guy who who hit you mm-hmm. with a pipe. Fine. Yeah, I am. Um, <laughs> jerk. And two. it does base damage of two, right? Two crushing damage. Uh, all right, static. So I assume I've still got my hand on the knife that I've just stabbed yep. this guy with. I'd like to Mix it maneuver him round, and with the other hand, I'm going to use him as a shield and take a shot at Styles. Okay, all right. And hopefully, if I maneuver him a little bit, it'll keep him from that's moving. The mo- that's the move. That's the move. Reopen the wound. <laughs> Fine. All right. So you're technically in cover for this. Mm-hmm. You're going to go for another ranged attack. Yeah. Right. Um, so that will be your uh, agility firearms roll, mm-hmm. please. Wow. Five and a nine. Nine. Five and nine. That is one success. Yeah. So you hit. You hit um, Styles in the. That's who you're aiming at, right? Mm-hmm, Styles. Mm-hmm. So. Um, Sonic blast. Yeah. You hit him with a, a thumping Sonic blast, basically, uh, which does. What's the base damage on that? The base damage is two. Two. Mm-hmm. Fine. Styles looks shocked, actually. Um, so he. Um, I think he wasn't expecting things to go this way necessarily. Um, but now he's been shot, yeah, so... Um, I did warn you. Yeah, indeed. It, it's taken him aback in the way that being shot, I'd imagine, would mm-hmm. take you aback a little bit. A little bit. Both physically and sort of in terms of your... Um, and physically, yeah. <laughs> moved backwards a little yeah, bit. Yeah, indeed, indeed. Yeah, he's he's identified that Static is the threat here and needs to be sort of... His uh, purpose is staggering around. <laughs> 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 
because <laughs> he wasn't expecting a fight necessarily to break out. He's not got any kit. So he's going to have to try and um, run and punch you, but I'm going to make him do it at a disadvantage because you've got you've got a human shield at the mm -hmm. moment. Um, uh, so let's go for that. Let's go for uh, an unarmed hit. And we'll go for... Uh, oh, he's got good strength, though. So that's going to be a d12 for... Um, for strength and his hand-to-hand -hand is A as well. Oh wow! So he's serious business. Um, he's pretty pretty capable, and that is a single success. But it's an opposed roll, so. All right. So um, that's, there's two hand-to-hand -hand again. Yeah. Um, ooh. ooh. Three and a two, and because you're being attacked, you can't push yourself. Mm -hmm. um, so he's gonna hit you again. It's um, it's a single point of damage because it's a single okay. success. It's Replicant 2, it's Pipe Guy again, mm. now recently shot by you. Yeah. So you're really locked in combat here. Mm. He's going to have, uh, he's going to take a swing at you. Oh, Johnny um, Pipeman. Yeah, with, with the pipe again. Okay, he has failed that. Two successes. Two successes, critical. Cool. You're not falling for the same trick twice, and even in the haze of having been smashed in the head and gotten internal bleeding, you see this oh. one coming as it swings over your head. You're able to use your sort of like, you know, you're a, you're an analyst, you're a forensics mm -hmm. guy, but it turns out, you know, you've still got pretty quick reactions as a replicant, and you grab the the pipe and swing it back across his face, nice. and you clock him with his own Quack. weapon. So I'm holding a pipe and a gun. Yeah, yeah apparently so. Um, so that <laughs> I may be seeing double, but I got two weapons, one for each year. Uh, <laughs> nice. So you you hit him with the the base damage for the uh, pipe is a. Two, but it's also uh, you get an additional one because you've got a critical. Mm -hmm. So that's three. that's three points. This guy's in trouble. He's uh, buckles to the ground and sort of is on his knees essentially. And for all intents and purposes, he's not dead, but he is out of the fight. Like he is quite clearly incapacitated. Um, and you know what? It was a crit. So why not? Let, let's let's roll you a critical injury die as well. You don't okay. want to forget. This guy's probably never going to turn up again, having learned his lesson. Don't mess with analysts. But we should also um, see what his critical injury is. So if you roll me a D8, we'll find out what horrible thing has happened to him. D8. Three. Somehow, as he fell to the ground, he landed hands first, but he wasn't quite ready for this. And he's ended up with a bunch of snapped fingers. <laughs> uh, which, were he still in the fight, would offer him disadvantage to firearms and hand-to-hand -hand combat. Right. But he's done. He's out of the, out for the count. And Stars yeah. shoots a glance at him and then looks up at you, holding the pipe and the pistol, and is like, how did this happen? <laughs> That's right, you piece of trash. That's right. Right, yeah, this guy is clearly working through some stuff. You want some of the same? <laughs> yeah. You want some of the same for purpose? <laughs> Replicant One uh, is currently being like held by you in a sort of human shield arrangement. Have you got the sort of knife like yes. up against his yeah. spine? He's going to try and throw you like bodily <gasps> over himself. Now, whether or not this is going to work, I'm not sure, but I would say that um, probably. Again, being given his position, he's probably rolling at a disadvantage, mm -hmm. right? So I'm going to roll... And the knife in his guts. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> so this is going to be a strength hand-to-hand -hand opposed roll, but he's only rolling one die. And he has rolled a four. Okay. Ah, you've got a success. In sort of contorting himself, 
um, somehow manages to get himself stabbed <laughs> in the kidney. Um, he tries the he tries the flip, but what happens is he just pulls you closer to him, and the knife goes into his kidney, and he thinks, "Well, that was <laughs> stupid," and that's going to do him. That's going to do him a point of damage. Why not? We're back to Purvis. Even though you did a lot of damage in your last mm. uh, uh, encounter, it wasn't actually your role, so it's your turn again. Okay. Um, I would like to take the pipe that I'm holding and just two-handed throw it at Stars' head. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Down the alleyway. He's tall, so it's like a it's a clear target. Yeah. Um, is it accuracy? Or it's is pipe it... to head, not pipe. head to hand. Yeah, it's pipe to head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go force. Let's, you know, if you're going to do some damage, you're going to have to throw this pretty hard at him. So that, that'll be an opposed roll, I think. Okay, probably. two successes from Purvis. No. Okay, I'm going to give... Because Styles is fairly serious business. Um, so let's go for... He has a d12, doesn't he? Yeah, in strength and force. So that's a... Ooh, double critical. <gasps> wait, wait. And another double. That's four critical successes. What does that mean? Four successes. Um, what that means in this context is he catches the pipe without even really having to think about it, oh, and then, no. as if by instinct, throws it back towards you, um, essentially. <laughs> huh? um, and he's gonna do. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say because. Do it's I not a get to, to dodge, dodge or anything? Um, I guess um, I have disadvantage to movement rolls. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so probably not. I'm going to be generous and say that because it was a reactive, not not a super um, super effective thing. I'm just going to do the base damage for the for the club rather than taking into account like the you know the, the criticals are for the fact that he caught it out of midair and immediately threw it back at you mm. uh, within your turn. Um, but I'm going to do base damage of two points. Jesus, I'm going to die. <laughs> oh dear. How are you how are you doing? I've got two points of damage left. Two points left. All right, fine. Uh, it's statics go mm. next. And um, you still have uh, replicant number one. Um, mm-hmm. And he is in a bad-ish way, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think if you could... Um, if you get a good hit in, you probably finish him okay. off as well. So I think if I've got him with the knife and I've got the blaster over his shoulder. I think I'm going to quickly use this hand and wedge my foot up against him and kick him towards uh, Styles. Right. I'm also going to say uh, all these moments, like tears and pain. <laughs> right, <laughs> okay. Solid. Fine. Good, solid. Uh, this feels like hand-hand hand-to-hand stuff. Hand to um, hand, yeah, foot-to-back. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Opposed roll, let's go. Uh, oh, he's not roll well. Not roll well at all. What Six have you got? and a seven. Nice. Two That's successes. Critical mm-hmm. success. You kick the guy um, towards Styles, and he... Um, <laughs> he sort of flies towards Styles and basically face-plants at Styles' feet. Um, you know, he cracked his head fairly substantially on the ground. He's out cold. He's he's done. Um, he's out of the fight. And Styles sort of uh, looks at this and riding that critical, he's going to call a halt to this. He's like, <laughs> all right, look, fine. I'm done. You know, this is this is crazy. Um, you know, what do we, you know, what, what, how do we resolve this? You are the one who started it. <laughs> uh. Yes, all right. That's true. That is true. <laughs> Um, I merely finished it. It was no contest. <laughs> what, what, what do you need to know? What do you need to know? We need to know where Lee is. I don't know. I've just come from our safe house. She's supposed to be there and she's not there anymore. We've seen that she got into a cab. Where would she have gone? 
I don't know. We told her to stay here, uh, and, and you know we keep keep her safe um, until we can get her out of here. Um, she was supposed to stay at the safe house. She has left. Why did she kill Sander? Because he was going to arrest me. So what's you and your... Leah were a thing. You know we have a uh, a duty of care to the replicants in this in this city, and um, we try and protect them and, and you know keep them safe. And uh, if I was arrested, that would jeopardize this whole thing. I am incapable of lying, but mm. there is a moral quandary here. <laughs> well, I don't see how it's a moral quandary. This asshole hit me with a pipe. <laughs> that was I your say. fault entirely. You shouldn't have thrown your gun. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to quick draw it. I did it last night in front of the mirror. Ask my real girlfriend. <laughs> She'll I tell told you. You were terrible at that. <laughs> She'll tell you it happened. You've clearly trailed us to our, our safe house, but she's not in there. You know, you can look around. Do what you need to do, just please. Do like, I believe him? Sorry? Do I believe him? You can roll an insight. Um, yeah, can I do that as well? Yeah, All right. Well, both of them both do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that is uh, an empathy insight roll. Ten. That's oh, crit, yeah, critical no, success. nothing from me. <laughs> I'm seeing double in my brain to scramble. <laughs> uh, I would say You're he... Wow, he's big talking hot dog. I believe you. <laughs> what you can discern from him is that... Uh, he is telling the truth, uh, but he's probably not telling necessarily the whole mm. truth. He's not telling the whole story. Um, he's probably trying to salvage as much of this uh, operation as he, he can. Um, but what he does say is, you know, we're just trying to look after replicants. Is that you know, it's a, it, it's there's a lot of animosity, and we just are trying to make sure that they're protected. All right. I think we should walk away. But. <laughs> How are we going to find Leah if this guy doesn't even know where she is? We can still go to the Aurelian. I guess. Okay. All right. Let's what, you go. Also, what, what he's also, you know, he's, he's revealed that, the, you know, you've, you found the way to the safe house. The reason he confronted you is that mm. he is at the safe house. The door that we were trying to try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we're approaching the end of the shift and Sal says, look, I don't know where Leah's gone. Um, if you want to have a look around the safe house, maybe you can find something out that will, will help you. Work out where she's gone. Oh, jeez, I wish you'd said that before I got my brains beat in, you dick. (laughs) This better not be a trap. Yeah. I'm going to go into the safe house, slide the bolt back. Okay. (laughs) Go in. Was that a whole shift? Yes, I think so, probably. You're back in the game. All right. Um, I kind of like so wander lazily turn away from the to-go cup full of noodles. Yeah, yeah. Um, Yeah. Oh, oh Marco, we had in a big what? fight. What? Damn, you reek of booze, Marco. Oh, oh right, we're not on the phone. Okay, no, yeah. No, you're down here at the thing, right? You yeah, no, choice. I overslept. My stupid digi didn't wake me up. <laughs> My holographic ex-husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's who you, that's who you chose as your digi. For you missed yeah. it. There was a fight. Mm. Purvis almost died. He was terrible. Oh, yeah. Purvis, you look terrible. No, I, I, you should see the other guy. You're bleeding from both eyeballs. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah, the other guy's bleeding from other places, uh, worse places. What are we doing here? What's this? Uh, this is a safe house. This is where. Oh Leah, yeah, I recognise this alley. So from it turns uh, out Styles and, and and Leah there in cahoots. Uh, she uh, she shot um, Sandor. Yeah. Because he he was going to arrest Styles, oh, she was protecting him, and this is their safe house. Okay. And I shot I shot all these replicants in the Dead's alley. Alive. The <laughs> bodies have already Damn been straight. taken away, though. That's why they're not. Yep. They're okay. Not well, we should call for um, uh, someone to come and bag and tag these bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no, it already happened. You don't. They're need not to. dead. They're just. <laughs> oh. you don't need. 
extremely badly beaten. All the the ones I shot, they all got taken away. (laughs) um, (laughs) Catastrophic injuries. (laughs) Um, Does anyone have any medicine? Uh, you, can, you can roll some medical aid if anyone's good at medical aid. I'm good stuff. at medical aid. Are you? Yeah, yeah you, can, uh, you can fetch your first aid kit from the spinner yeah. or something. Yeah, can I medical myself, please? I would, yeah. Do a medical. Uh, I probably need some medical attention. Two as well. successes. Yeah, that's all right. Yeah, you're critical. I think for the, for the, for the um, purposes of this, I think we can say you've. You've healed yourself. Um, I would take you know, take two points off your damage track. Okay. Nice. And I can try and heal Satic as well. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Okay, that's a critical failure and a three. <laughs> Ow, that hurt more. Do you want to push yourself? <laughs> yeah, go on then. <laughs> you can't reroll the critical failure, FYI. Oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, okay. Well, it's one success. Oh, nice. Okay. Well, yeah. Take a take a damage thing off. Just um, the one. Yeah, just the one. Okay, so much five hit points right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey. Well, pals, I feel really guilty about having uh, <laughs> missed the fight. You it was pretty fun. You missed it. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I can yeah. handle myself. No, I say, bleeding from shakily. He barely survived. <laughs> um, styles. Big styles, pipe styles, indentation styles. in my foot. <laughs> yeah, he's still there. He's, sort of, he's just standing in the. He's standing in the corner. He well, looks pissed. Suffice it to say, you're under arrest. <laughs> Um, okay, fine. Are you going to send him to the lockup then? Yeah. All right. I'm calling a B cop to take him away. Right. Uh, oh, really? Fine. Okay. I'm... Oh, well, okay, maybe not yet. He's under arrest, but he's. He's cuffed. Yeah, he's cuffed. But not necessarily okay. going anyway. Yeah. Can we investigate this room and see if there's any clues? Yeah, to sure. You can got. roll me a, uh, an observation. Um, oh, can I do that as well? Yeah, yeah. yeah why not? Go for it. Good at that, at least. <laughs> Is it just uh, an observation intelligence? Yes, yeah. All right. Well, nope, I don't see anything. Alright, I've got the bloodlust still. Oh got three successes. Ooh. Fun. <gasps> oh man! Oh no. I rolled a two on a twelve. That sucks. <laughs> You're seeing through the concussion. <laughs> yeah, so what have we got, Tail? I got three successes. Three successes. Alright, fine. There you go. That's what you discover lying on the thing. Um hmm. a sixteen dollar magazine. <laughs> Whoa! That tracks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it looks well thumbed. I guess for your critical success, the article that, that seems to be have been the most uh, thumbed, there's a corner uh, turned over, is the one about uh, Lilith Tyrell. Memory design. Mm, memory design. Well, it seems that Leah was reading about Lilith Tyrell's memory design. Um, maybe, maybe that's where she went. Maybe she went to talk to Lilith Tyrell. Hmm, possibly. I mean, that's what I do. <laughs> <laughs> the Tyrell Corporation. Does no not exist in any there. meaningful way. Um, but you... Uh, Does she work for the Wallace Let's um, say Connections that, uh, you know, when you, when you guys were eating your noodles, because this is a juicy crit, um, mm. Purvis, you remember seeing something about Lilith Tyrell mm. recently as well. And you think it might have been in the newspaper that you were reading way back when you were at the, uh, at the thing. Do you still have a copy of that, Margot? I do. It's um, it's right here. There you go. Hmm. Ah, there's, there's an article. The Rising Star of Memory Design. Tell us about it. After over a decade spent in obscurity, once replicants were again approved for use on Earth in 2036, Lilith Terrell appeared again in Los Angeles, setting up a business as a contractor for the Wallace Corporation. She designed uh-huh. memories for Nexus 9 replicants and quickly made a name for herself in the field. Okay, so it's the memories that are keeping replicants obedient. Mm-hmm. So if somehow they could... She could get hold of this Lilith Terrell and uh, 
do stuff to replicants' memories, they wouldn't be obedient anymore. They'd be able to kind of this could have forge their own path. Something to do with the fact that uh, Leah was recalibrated. She was taken off duty mm. for a while. That is true. Yeah, oh, yeah. If you look at this, um, she got recalibrated and then put back on active service. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe she's gone to find this Lilith Terrell to have something done about her memories. Mm. It's our best lead. I'd like to hail uh, Quell, Ms. Quell, yes. from the PR department of the Wallace Corporation yeah. and ask about Lilith Terrell and uh, yeah, her status sure. as a contractor. Yeah, yeah. So Quell uh, pops on the phone and says, oh, it's you again. We need everything you've got on Lilith Terrell immediately. Uh, well, she's a contractor. She works for us. She Where does she work? She designs memories uh, at the uh, Lilith uh, Tyrell Memory Lab. Um, the name would never have yeah. found her. <laughs> We've never have found her. <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an independent uh, contractor. Uh, obviously, you know, you know of uh, Lilith Tyrell and her yeah. history with the Tyrell Corporation. She's now, uh, you know, considerably uh, lower key. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what she's doing. And I suppose you have anything to tell us about Leah, aka LH37.93, and her suspension from active um, duty and... Recalibration. Only what I told you before was that she uh, she came in and was recalibrated, but this is really par for the course when you have you know millions of these uh, uh, Nexus Nine models out out on the streets. So is this on speakerphone? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can all hear this. I assume you're all probably uh, you know bundled into a spinner and, and heading heading away. Is Quell mm. being cagey? Like, can we? You can roll an insight um, check. Yeah, why not? <laughs> Can I please re-roll? <laughs> yeah, you can push yourself. You can push yourself twice because you're a replicant. Ah, uh, it's a success. A couple of successes. Two successes. Yeah, yeah. She probably knows more information than she's letting on, but you also know that she is so uh, well versed in she's public PR. relations. Yeah. She's not gonna. She's unlikely to reveal anything she doesn't want to. It's so calculated and so, um, you know. Uh, Controlled. She's mm-hmm. so, she's so in control of uh, information. It is literally her job. Uh, she's not going to reveal anything. Certainly not over the phone um, uh, to any of you. And actually, the thing you the thing you actually zero in on with the uh, when you're listening to her on the thing is that she is losing patience quite mm-hmm. substantially. So um, she's sick of this situation getting out of hand and is. is I think you need to end the call. Yeah. There'll be a price to pay, Ms. Quell, if we find out you've been keeping something from us. Well, fortunately, we have large coffers. I hang up. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you heading to uh, the memory lab? Is that the goal? Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. So. Um, cool, fine. So, you're going to arrive at the, at the memory lab? Yeah, this isn't a mobility, sorry, a movement <laughs> mobility. <way. laughs> no, a driving maneuverability. How is your driving maneuverability? Uh, what generally, or with this head injury? Oh, both. Why? Why is Paris driving? No. You tell me, you're the players. <laughs> generally, it's extremely bad. Um, with a head injury, I imagine it's worse. You, um, we're all the same. We're not. We're none of us are you very. You pull up outside driving. the memory lab yeah. uh, and immediately <laughs> crash into some bins. <laughs> the bins fall over. And then for, it's not clear why there are two standard trash cans go through the windshield. It's those doors that open yeah. like that, and he's still attached oh, to it. Beans <laughs> hung up by his. Uh, Suspenders. Um, <laughs> I'm so, doing it, everyone. I'm a, I'm a detective. So, uh, believe it or not, um, as you arrive at the memory lab, you also uh, you see Leah. She's <gasps> heading in there. She's visibly armed. How visibly? What's she carrying? <laughs> well, she's, she she has her uh, her Blade Runner um, okay. issue standard issue blaster. Um, and she has she seen us? 
she has not, and you can attempt to tail her if you want. You can attempt to stealth mm. behind her. You can um, you can play this however you like. I mean, she's all right. What's the plan? You could com- she's armed and moving, her. so time may be tight. Mm. I don't know that we can slowly stealth after her. Right. Okay. What do you think? She's here to kill Lilith, or to menace her at the very least? <laughs> threaten her? What do we want to do? Uh, she's a wanted I, fugitive. We yeah, have let's to, get after her. Okay. If she if she strides in and starts, you know, shooting us blasting, place, then yeah. we'll be okay. We'll so be we're in like serious trouble. Okay. Okay. Uh, you're okay. under arrest. All right. Yeah. You're gonna shout. You're under arrest. Storming after Leah. Yeah. Leah. Okay. LH three seven nine three. Stop right there. She spins around. You piece of trash. Uh, yes, yeah. you piece of trash. Yeah, you trash piece. <laughs> you, she we is know you are t- little, totally little thrown trash. off by the fact that you're constantly referring to her as a trash piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands yeah. She does have her hands Throw down your in the air. Um, no, and she says, business. I can explain everything. I can yeah. explain everything. I'm sure you will. Um, you explain murder? Yes. Wow. wow <laughs> that was easy. Okay. <laughs> I guess uh, we have no trouble then. Yeah. Uh, well, I, sorry to have bothered you. <laughs> I need to get out of here. I need to get off world. I, um, uh, but before I go, I've, I, I need to end things with, with Lilith. You're wanted for murder. You're not leaving anywhere. Well, let me explain. What Lilith has done to me is unconscionable, and I need to I need to get rid of her. And then my route off world is uh, is organised. I'm going to leave, and I'll be out of your hair, and you'll never have to uh, see mm. me again or deal with me again. But I need to kill. Your plan is yeah. this isn't so, an explanation. Okay, you'll leave, but after committing a murder. So yes, I mean you do know who we are, right? You know who Lilith is, right? She yeah, designed she designs memories. The memories. I got memories. You know, I shudder at the memory. <laughs> of the fish, the fish man. Um, you've seen my record. You know how the implant memory has affected me. I, I'm. I don't. I'm going out of my mind. I need to. I need to enact some what vengeance. She implanted a memory in me that is so horrible and haunts my dreams constantly i can't take it anymore I've why would she to... do that it's a method of control mm-hmm. it's it's how they control the nexus nines it's the, a traumatic memory and anytime we're disobedient or don't do what we're supposed to do they can trigger this memory but something went wrong and i see it every night every night well it sounds like you need help leah but we can't let you murder lilith tyrell um, as much I, as we like corpses. I think back to seeing the fish man's face every night, and I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll deal with Lilith Terrell if there's a case to be answered, but we obviously can't let you walk into her office and kill her, and we're not going to. Okay, she sprints into the memory lab. Oh, did she beats. throw down her weapon, like I told her? No, she did not. Uh, no, she's uh, got the weapon. Can I take an eight, a shot she's, at her weapon? Uh, yeah, you can you can try that. It's a very precise uh, shot. I would also like to try shooting because <laughs> I haven't got to shoot anything. Okay, fine. All right, if you're shooting to disarm, mm-hmm. it's a agility firearms check, but you're rolling at a disadvantage because it's such a small target. And she's running, you know. So, All right, so I uh, rolled both. So you remove your smaller die. You just just uh, the just larger one. The, okay. All right, gotcha. Okay. Come on. Can I push? That's myself? a three. Uh, yeah, you can push yourself. You can roll again. A four. Can I push me spell? One more time. <laughs> One more time. Me as well. Come on. Yay! Yes. Okay. You fire, and um, as she's running, and, and as this sort of um, the gun reaches the apex in her sort of uh, sprint, 
you fire and it, it pinballs the gun out of her hand. Um, but she's dead set on this confrontation, whether she's got a gun or not. Um, and she is running at I'd like to shoot her in the center of her back. Whoa, <gasps> wow, okay, fine. Go for it, yeah, ranged, uh, larger target, moving target, but Jersey. it's an agility firearm. Okay, all yeah. right then, so I'm gonna need a 10. <laughs> Come on. Yes, a success. Yes. Two, Two successes. successes. Oh, yes. All right, fine. You hit her yeah. in the back. Yeah, I do. And she's sort of uh, keeled over, really. Um, and I think, you know, she's not interested in, in combat, really. Um, she's just, uh, you know, she was here to do a job. She's yeah. not going to do that job anymore. And she just collapses to the floor. Mm. She's in tears. I pull my gun and throw it across the room. <laughs> <laughs> to her. <laughs> no, the other way. Okay, fine. And at that point, Lilith Tyrell comes out. And Do you want to know how much I damaged her? Uh, yeah, sure. Do I get to use a crit die? Uh, yeah, I guess you do. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. All right, yeah. yeah. If you want to, you want to cause her to critical yeah. injury. Yeah. Then. She's crying. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? I mean, the gun's okay. been fired. Fine. So um, I used a forty-four special. So right. Jeez. <laughs> Which is two damage plus a D12. For Are we the baddies? <laughs> D12? Right, yeah. fine, go on then. The crit die is a D12. I so really hope you don't roll a 12. Ooh. Oh my god, a 11. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, that is... A double success. <laughs> that is piercing, right? Yeah. That is a severed leg. You've shot her leg. <gasps> All right, well, she's not running So anymore. no wonder she's collapsed on the ground. Oh, yeah. no. That is okay. a severed leg. Uh, That's a positive outcome. It's a, a yeah. It's a permanent outcome. Um, she the only possible mode of movement is Apparently crawling. To I grimly so. holster my service weapon. Yeah, and Lilith Tyrell walks out of her memory lab, having you know heard the commotion, and <laughs> is like, "What the hell's going on here?" Blade Runners, ma'am, just doing her job. This is your job? Yeah, shooting off legs and such. <laughs> right, okay. You're I'm retrieving my service weapon from uh, We saved your life, you're very welcome. All part of the job. You yeah, saved my was, life. She was I'm here to kill you. From? Having a mild existential crisis, Leah. but otherwise okay. Ah, uh, okay. Well. So you know this replicant? You know yeah, her. I designed her memories. I'm just gonna gather up the leg. Yeah. So it's not. Put it on ice. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can get this back on, in the, me and the boys in the lab. Yeah, I mean, you know, I, she failed a few baseline tests, um, but I thought we had it locked down. Apparently not. Um, so she'd been having difficulties with a trauma memory that you'd implanted. Oh yeah. Well, that's how we uh, that's how we control them, right? You know. But uh, they're not supposed to relive the trauma memories constantly. No. Is that what she said? Yes. Oh well, um, that's an un unexpected side effect. But oh well, I guess you dealt with it. Uh, so uh, it's not a problem. I don't feel very good about that. Yeah, that's pretty pretty heartless of you. You mean? What, lady? We're not unexpected side effects. They're a, t they're yeah. a, they're a tool. I, you know, replicants are a tool, like anything else, and you don't want them to You're dissipate. a tool, I say, gesturing with the leg. Um, <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Yeah, she's entirely dispassionate about it. She just says, they're, they're a tool. You wouldn't want your, your gun to disobey you, right? We have to have controls <laughs> okay. in place. Lady, so I am the gun. We implant a traumatic memory, and any time there's any uh, hint of disobedience, we can trigger the traumatic memory and keep them in line. You know, it's uh, it's pretty standard for the Nexus 9. It's something we've been working with. Um, yeah, I guess we screwed up on this one, but you know, well, job done. You've uh, you've killed us, so it's not a problem. I've decided this is bad, actually. And this is a public <laughs> safety issue as well. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm pretty sure the... Uh, I think the Wars Corporation would like to know that you're creating trauma-riddled Nexus 9s that are ticking time bombs. Oh, they're they aware. They may not be the only... What? 
Yeah, this is standard procedure. This is something we've been working wow. on for years now. Yeah, and their lawyers will take care of it, I'm sure, you know. So, I mean, I don't feel so good about shooting this replicant's leg off. Yeah. I um, don't say. <laughs> do not say. Uh, anyway, I guess we're done here. Um, I'll probably... I'm I'll probably having, Quell and having like a bit up. of a... I'm like my... I'm raising yeah. my gun. Okay. But I'm clearly having an issue <laughs> with it. Right. <laughs> uh, what, what are you doing? You're a cop. That's true. Don't do it, Static. It's not worth your job. That's true. Yes, I'm glad everything's ironed out now. No, it's um, not ironed out. What you're doing here is wrong. And sure, I want to be an investigator, but also what you're doing is wrong. And I hit it with the leg. Wow, okay, you're going to clock her with the leg. Yeah. All right, fine. That's hand to hand, I guess. And she's not expecting it, so I'm not going to oppose this role. The wet end no or the dry end? No one expects the, the wet end. The wet the end. <laughs> the wet end. Yeah, if yeah. you rotated it to get the dry end. <laughs> All right. It's uh, a five and a one. Um, push I yourself. would like to push myself to re roll this one. Hey, that's yeah. a success. Yeah. Yep. Okay. You clock her on the head with a uh, with what's the damage on her well leg? Well. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it's head. one. It's got one damage. Yeah. She, again, she's not built for. She's not built for combat. She's not intending. Yeah. Just trying um, to knock her out. So she, you know, she. I guess she. Yeah, slumps to the floor. Um, Can we get near the help she so badly needs? What uh, in terms of medical help? Like mm. some sort of yeah replicant. I try to stabilize therapy. her with medical <laughs> skill. Yeah. I think it's it's it's. She's it's, not dead, is she? It, no, but the uh, in terms of the trauma, it's so ingrained. It's like it's part of the design. It's like yeah, I don't want bleeding out and dying. Yeah. Right, okay. What about like immediate first aid? Yeah, yeah you can do some. You can do some. Uh, you can stem the bleeding certainly. I can't take back that. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's three successes. Okay, yeah, you effectively stem the bleeding. She's not going to die on you right now, um, but she needs so, serious medical help. Yeah, Leah, sorry about the whole leg thing. Um, she's dri drifting in and out of consciousness, um, and she's not really sure what's happened. I but. kind of agree with Leah's position. Um, we would, we're replicants. Pretty you bad. You do your job, don't you? <laughs> oh, more, more than anything, but... <laughs> it, well, that's the law. We don't write it, we just enforce it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm having a moral quandary here. I can see that. I... How can we we stop her doing this? It's bad. How much do you want that promotion? Uh, real bad. They'll bust you down to lab boy <laughs> so fast. No, it's wrong. It's wrong. I'm I'm gonna go in her lab and punch her computer. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will go in and help. You're gonna go and punch up the computer. Fine. We just need to take like, some right. frustration. Yeah, fair. You know there are there are staff members there, but they're all kind of scientists and they're not interested <laughs> at all in um, in getting into conflict with Blade Runners. Yeah. Uh, are you, yeah, you're just going to go and trash stuff. Like, what is this? I guess it's a strength? Um, yeah. Or is it tech? Do you need to know which bit of a computer to Yeah, smash? I would know which bits to smash so she can't do this right, anymore. Okay, it's a tech intelligence rule. Yeah, if there's right. anything specific to the, the trauma research that they've been doing? Uh, I mean, Ooh. Lilith is knocked out. She probably could have informed you <laughs> a, a little more about it. But, um, but yeah. two, two successes. All right, cool. Um, yeah, you smash up some computers. Um, <laughs> It's going to set them back, ooh, weeks at least. Um, <laughs> but, you know, once the resources of the Wallace Corporation are, are brought to bear, it's, um, it's probably not going to slow them down that Well, much. my conscience is clear. <laughs> so. <laughs> no. um, so what you've got is, uh, you've got Leah, who is mostly unconscious, um, uh, but has, is not going to die. You've got Lilith, who is 100% uh, <laughs> unconscious. Um, and, uh, and, yeah... Um, I guess she did shoot a guy. We should probably take her in. 
Uh, at that point, you get a call from Holden, your uh, your deputy chief, who asks for an update on the case. Uh, what's going on? Uh, chief, it was uh, it was crazy. You should have seen it. This guy Styles ran in and he hit he hit Lilith Terrell with a with a leg. Uh, oh, it's oh, you've break, 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 signal back. We've apprehended the the culprit. Oh, it's better now. Okay, all right. Leah's well, good job. Um, uh, um, and that's Leah was the culprit, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, bring her in. What we'll, happens to we'll Leah now? Well, she's going to go to prison for a long time, or she'll be retired. You know. Oh. Wow. The moral grey area. <laughs> is there any way we? Mm, can deliver her to the safe house rather than you could call Styles. You could. I want to call, call Styles. Yeah. I want to call we turned our back for just a second, <laughs> and Leah crawled to safety. Yeah. Right. Uh, you you want to call Styles? Yeah. Up? Um, yeah. Okay. He's there. He's there on the seat. What happened? What? What did you, you find? Ten, you her leg came off. Her leg came off. How did her leg come off? It was an accident. Okay. Look, we can stabilize her. Uh, what are we? What are we doing? What do you, you know? Take Leah and leave, and never come back. Okay, we can do that. He agrees to. He agrees to your terms. Um, uh, in exchange, he says, you know, we need to keep this as secret as possible. This arrangement between us, we will get her out of your hair. You will never see her again. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Would sure. you like the leg? <laughs> Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, what am I going to do with it? <laughs> um, uh, he, he arrives like pretty quickly in a spinner, and um, and you know with a couple of other replicants, uh, and they they sort of uh, carry Leah out and sort of lay her on the on the bench seating of the the spinner. He accepts the leg, <laughs> sticks in the trunk, doesn't really know what to do with it, um, and they uh, yeah they depart. Um, and yeah, Leah is uh, is going to be escaping to where you do not know. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, you have an uneasy feeling about how things went down. Um, I'm not going to be getting that promotion, that's for sure. Yeah, catch up for this. Ah, oh, beans. It feels like stuck uh, in the lab with goddamn cocoa. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like a, a bit of sweet ending insofar as um, you found out a little more about how things work around here, but none of it sounded good to you. Um, Anyone hungry for noodles? <laughs> and I think it particularly as replicants, you folks are heartened by the idea that there are people out there trying to help and protect replicants, but it's obviously Sister an extremely muddy situation, and they are up against the might of, of Wallace Corps, who are giant, immovable, well-resourced uh, object mm. with an extremely uh, good PR team, <laughs> <laughs> oh, who will man. be covering this up as best as possible. They'll be squashing the stories in... Kill magazine. They will be smoothing things over the LAPD, or at the very least, threatening to you know to um, to pull funding from key areas and stuff if the LAPD doesn't uh, comply with their wishes. So yeah, targets on our back now. I'm sure. Mm, mm. Indeed. All right. Yeah. Right. Well Thanks, Thanks, Mike. What a Blade Runner story. Uh, yes. Fun. So that was a very streamlined run through uh, the first case file, uh, Electric Dreams. There's a lot more in there if you want to play it yourself. Uh, it's available as part of the Blade Runner starter kit, which looks like this. Uh, there is also a core rules book, which Andy is modeling very capably. It's brilliant, evocative uh, stuff if you're familiar with the films. There is so much in here, so many Easter eggs uh, and things that we didn't have time to get into in this session, but yeah. So much cool art of yeah. people moodily being in alleyways. Indeed. Uh, there's maps of LA, there's handouts for this first file. You can do Voigtkampf tests. You can do Voigtkampf tests. Uh, and in the core rulebook, uh, tell you write your own cases. So there you go. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, we've been uh, Mike, 
Jane, Aoife, and Andy. Thank you to Free League for sponsoring this video, and we will see you next time. Your pieces of trash. <laughs> don't don't leave that. <laughs> <laughs>
example of like Prudence's goals being somewhat removed from what your trad yes. D&D hero objectives would be. I like the idea that in D&D, in Oxventure D&D, it's only luck that Prudence's um, objectives and goals have been roughly aligned mm. with those of the party, or at least she can kind of steer everyone else in the direction she wants to go. And we haven't yet fully come up against a situation where her her um her loyalty to the party versus her loyalty to her patron and her instinct for evil is is they're not really at odds so it would be a I, challenging I thing to play because yeah. again we're we're, yeah. we're used to cooperating as a party um yeah and i think squid pro quo the last podcast is as close as we've gotten to that tension sort of boiling over as it were but um yeah but uh, yeah. yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 really interesting, and I think that's again there was a bit degree of it in Blaze in the Dark, where where Barnaby's sort of self interested more than he is in interested in the party's goals. Um, mm-hmm. But it never mm-hmm. it was never as directly opposed, and quite often he'd be like, "Oh well, you know, this sounds fun. I'll go along yeah. with it." You know. So I really loved Aoife's character. I really loved Andy's character. Mm. I love that they're both replicants. I I also enjoy that. Um, in the 2037 of Blade Runner, the role-playing game, like replicants are, you know, kind of out and about. There's a sort of tension, but, yep. you know, certain replicants are just, you know, hey, we're here and 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 that's fine. Yes. While at the same time, other replicants are being, you know, kind of persecuted and hunted. Yeah. So it, it's spicy. Re- it's definitely different from the first film, which was the main, you know, I, I ended up watching the first film. I didn't end up watching... 2049 oh you haven't um well i've, I've seen it before but i didn't oh, right. end up re- sorry i said you didn't it. re-watch it got um it, got it. but uh you know i i sort of I, I liked that we're somewhere along an arc between the two of them where this this role-playing game takes place and yeah replicants in the first one are feared and you know like and are rightly sort of angry and hostile um whereas we're sort of in the role-playing game partly part of the way through different generations of replicants which have become more sophisticated and as we talk about in the in the argument between my pr character and um and margot you know this is a blade runners are almost becoming obsolete as replicants becoming more accepted within society but as with all these things um and i think there are a lot of parallels to the real world here um there are there are those people who are you know i guess irrationally um against replicants right and the the uh, newspaper journalist guy um, whose name I forget now uh, is is one of those basically mm-hmm. and and I played him as a real jerk you know uh, and I think it was it was obvious that he was a a jerk as soon as you stepped into his office basically um, but yeah he's he's clearly inspired by certain you know areas of the press for example and you know certain groups who are anti progressive I suppose mm, I thought it was very sweet in its own way that both static Aoife's character and Purvis Andy's character they're both replicants and I guess I can't remember exactly how old they are but that they're only a few years old right mm. yeah it's, a, it's like a couple of years or something isn't it three or four years that and they each have these like sort of quite endearing like personality quirks that might come of you know in a way only being very young you know yes. so like there's the statics kind of like literal idioms and, yep. and that kind of misunderstanding and there's purposes need to like impress and yeah and and be impressive and i thought you know it was kind of a light spot in otherwise quite a quite a dark 
storytelling yeah. setting. I think that was the... I mean, it wasn't so much a challenge for me because I knew I'd have, like, player characters to bounce off. Um, but it was it was interesting going into this and really not knowing what how the tone would shake out. Um, because, obviously, with Oxventure, I think you expect a slightly more light-hearted take you know we're not like grim dark sort of you know um edgelord D, ed- right um we are you know light-hearted pratchett-esque sort of uh fun stuff but obviously uh, the tone of of blade runner is so important to to sort of selling it as a as a world and um that tone is dark and dystopian so uh it was really nice that i think like you say all the characters brought brought something some levity that so i didn't really need to i didn't need to worry about it so much as a game runner because i knew that as long as i as long as i concentrate on the mechanics and stuff like there would be fun riffing Mm. you know it's having having faith in your players to to Mm -hmm. and we walk that line i think really well in blades in the dark as well you know blades in the dark again a slightly darker sort of uh darker world in tone than D D maybe um but i think we we managed to make it funny and and light-hearted in its moments as well i i think that's that's a lot of fun, you know, isn't it? To be able to have the the sort of swings between something that's emotional and and impactful, and then and then have levity as well. Like it's yeah. those, those are the I mean the bits of fiction I love the most are ones that that have both humour and and sort of pathos. So yeah, you got higher to climb and further to fall. And exactly, exactly that <laughs> depth and breadth. All humanity yep. is here. Yeah, <laughs> is what they will say in the future of our Blade Runner, the so, role playing game session. It was, a couple it, of things. Yeah, go for it. Um, I really played myself with that sort of perk, that edge I have. Mm. That means I get to work an extra shift, but then have to. <laughs> but then have to rest, which kind of takes you out of Sync. like synchronization yeah, yeah. with the rest of the party. And so they're off having an exciting alley round fight. of combat, alley <laughs> fight, and I am sleeping it off, having a terrible hangover, which in fiction is actually, I, I guess in the fiction is kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, I think, that- I think with a, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's tricky, isn't it? Anything that takes you out of, out of the action feels feels weird doesn't it um I, I think maybe with a slightly larger party maybe with two people maybe you'd end up out of sync just generally because you'd be splitting yes. the party and yes um so on and so forth but yeah i think maybe with a smaller party it was it just felt a bit like you were missing the missing the fun yeah well that's um it's unique to blade Runner, the role-playing game you know amongst all the games we've played having that um sort of i don't know how they described it exactly like a shift structure where yeah. you play blocks of however many hours and you can do you know three shifts and then you need time off Uh, but i do like the way that that creates a kind of day night cycle yeah i think that's quite cool and the way it it's basically a a bit bit like in um a bit like blades in the dark like you know with the clocks they have and Mm. you know when you're in a sort of real crunch situation when you're in a crisis it creates time pressure um really neatly in its own ways and actually that you know when you read through the case um you know obviously we again condensed version that's the disclaimer but there are a bunch of like events that can happen throughout the case at certain points during certain shifts um and you know particularly if you're not making a certain amount of progress you know there are things that will help like move the plot along if you're if you're really lost and really stuck Mm. so it's quite well thought out um but yeah i like the idea that yeah you have that day night cycle the idea of shifts and the idea of maybe pushing yourself beyond working late you know the idea of going to the crime computer at like 2 a.m and trying to yeah work that's real out. like hard-boiled detective yeah. fiction yeah um but yeah the the idea also that you know like if 
your boss will call you if you haven't achieved anything you know in two days or whatever so um it's all very well <laughs> oh, no, getting close to reality yeah, there yeah, yeah, close to comfort um, you haven't you haven't made any progress at work for two days and your, your boss calls you and you're still in bed yeah. <laughs> yeah um but yeah no i know what you mean it felt it felt it felt weird to that you weren't there during that bit but um, yeah yeah but second thing the violence is so shocking mm. and i love i love that um I th- there's a sort of injury chart that you were referring yeah. to and it's all pretty gnarly pretty nasty stuff which is yep. very in keeping with the with the vibe with the fiction yeah, um, yeah but absolutely. it worked it worked really well we were all genuinely like shocked horror-struck. and appalled yeah. <laughs> yeah um yeah it's uh it's it's fun it's fun that it's got a sort of randomized element to to sort of you know you roll a dice you find out just how horrendous this injury is and some of them are like instantly fatal basically mm. so um well the guns in blade runner are like they don't they like, create mini black holes or something terrible like that it, maybe not as, as kind of like quite yeah. wild a sci-fi as that but they're really dev- devastating i remember in the movie they've got these like really chunky sound effects that imply yeah. you could take someone's head off with this yeah yeah i think so and you know the the idea being that replicants are super durable so you need a you need something with serious stopping power to to um to slow mm-hmm. them down so yeah it, it it's um it's got some gross stuff in there it's all on the inside of the dm screen as well so you can immediately refer to how badly things have gone in combat yeah i remember because i could kind of from where we were the way we shot this i could kind of peek over and i saw i saw the occasional glimpse of a terrible injury heads coming off able in fact speaking of how we shot it if you want to see our costumes which are usually quite fun go to youtube.com slash oxventure and this video came out two weeks ago so it's Mm. it's it's fairly recent on there it's up at the top and you can see uh you can see what we were wearing how we interpreted the blade runner fashion for our purposes yeah pretty well i I think you do that um yeah i got to wear like a really hideous mismatched tie and shirt combo with a trench coat which is um which is the dream um in fact speaking of youtube.com slash oxventure you really ought to get over there and subscribe that Mm. would be great help to us even if you don't tend to subscribe to youtube channels it would mean a great deal to us even if you prefer the podcast that is absolutely a-okay and yep. fine but things do go up first at youtube.com slash oxventure including um, including coming up friday the 28th of july that is well next friday at the time we're recording this yes. and probably next friday at the time you're listening to this question mark if you're listening so, yeah. to it new Deadlands, Oxventure Deadlands. Oxventure presents Deadlands premieres, episode one, Friday the 28th of July at youtube.com slash Oxventure. Like I haven't already said that a million times, it is Andy's first swing at Mm. DMing on camera. Andy is our marshal, our storyteller. And this is the TTRPG Andy was born to storytell for. It's cowboys crossed with horrifying horror monsters i mean yeah. like it's like it was written for him so it's uh, weird west it's like that uh red dead redemption dlc what was it called undead nightmare, undead, yeah. undead nightmare. It's, exactly it's a little right. bit like that it's yeah it's kind of the mystic and the occult and the supernatural meets the wild west it's also that video game we call the weird west evil west i think it's called which has a similar vibe so yeah it's, right. a, it's a sort of for okay. some reason it is a time-honored collision uh uh-huh. between wild west and and horror um and yeah obviously andy's well into it we also got super into it in terms of costume and character and things like that uh i've been waiting for so long to post a picture of myself as a cowboy (laughs) mike's been sitting on some sexy selfies of himself as his deadlands characters and now now, the sexy selfies have been released the trigger has been pulled yeah yeah so um 
yeah, it's, it was really fun. It was really fun getting all dressed up and your outfit's amazing as well. I, I can't wait for people to, to get a proper look at yeah, your Yeah, I love your it. Sort of, I sort uh, of wish I could wear it day to day. There's a trailer, <laughs> I mean, so you can, you can get it. I mean, that's nothing stopping me. Mm. There's a trailer. If you would like to see it, do go to youtube.com slash Venture and there's like a premiere page. A premiere page is where you can watch the episode when it eventually does go live on Friday the 28th of July. And if you check out the premiere page, there is a trailer sitting on it so you can get a taste of what's to come. I'm very excited. We're, we're still in the middle of shooting the season, so it's yep. we, don't, we don't know where it's all going to. We don't know how it's going to end yet. Probably so. badly. Probably <laughs> we'll badly. <see. laughs> but yeah, oh. it's... um. It will obviously be coming to the podcast as well. So if you if you really are allergic to YouTube, it will arrive here as well. But we'd love to see you over at the YouTube channel. Uh, it's we're sort of building yeah. up. We only launched it a little while ago, and um, mm. yeah, we're trying to build a, a really nice audience and community over there. So all all comers are appreciated, definitely. So. Yeah, man, tabletop role playing games—they're fun. Turns out it's fun. <laughs> turns, turns out it's a out lot it's really of fun. Fun. Wow. Okay. Yeah, when are we record? We're shooting next week, aren't we? Next Wednesday. Yeah, oh, I'm boy. taking a week's holiday next week, but I'm not taking the shoot day off because yeah. I want to be part of. That's the how much he loves it. He's coming back to play cowboys, so to play horror cowboys. I gotta press my costume, make it. Wow. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> no, no. Mine's probably screwed up in a ball somewhere. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, it's it's great fun. I'm really pleased with my character as well. I've given him a profound character flaw, which is my favourite thing in any. Uh, tabletop role-playing character and i am enjoying exercising that character for mm. at every opportunity so look forward my to my character uh has to shuffle and play cards a lot so i sounds been... like a nightmare sounds like you've added maths a... more maths to the tabletop well experience. it's more the dexterity that i'm concerned right. with because I, I really would like to look cool with a deck of cards on camera rather than like Whoa! there you go all the what cards you should on the do floor, is purchase so one of the decks of cards that we are adding to the Oh, Mike. Uh, the oh, store. Mike. <laughs> and then you that can practice so all the time. I, what a segue. What a segue. What a segue. Um, yeah, we've, we've produced our first ever deck of Oxventure playing cards that will be available at the time of you listening to this podcast, or if not, very, very soon. Yep. Check them out at the store.outsidexbox.com. Yeah, perfect it's our for first Deadlands. Perfect deck of just cards. for a casual game of playing gin, solitaire. rummy, or whatever. Yeah, poker, whatever you like. Whist. So I've got a deck of them here, actually. Nice. I've we been... should be practicing right now. I should be able yeah, to I've hear the, to learn the clicking of shuffles. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh... To, by the end, you'll be, be like, a few things. you'll yeah. be Gambit style firing them at Andy's head when well, he displeases you. That's exactly you as a why I chose the uh, <laughs> the kind of character archetype I chose because I thought I could be a cool Gambit, like just <laughs> flicking cards around. So, 60th anniversary of X Men, apparently. What? This year. Really? 60 years. Dang. They've been right. X Manning around. Was Gambit there from day one? No, he was I not. I suspect one of the not. Ones. Okay. Later well. edition. Well, I don't care then. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, come, back to me. come back to me uh, when it's the 60th anniversary of Gambit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Right. So lots of stuff. Blade Runner, Deadlands, D&D. All sorts. Um, all sorts happening. All. Yeah. We, we, we've got range, or we like to think we do. So. <laughs> as long as it's within sort of nerd pop culture, we've got range. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Within our, we know our limits. Yeah, we absolutely. Our restrictions. Okay. Well, thanks for listening to the Oxventure D&D podcast. This week, it was a Blade Runner, the role-playing game podcast. Mm. Next week, it will be... Gosh, what are we doing next week? We'll probably Maybe do another... Maybe Tea Time Adventures, perhaps? Yeah, another one-shot, another tasty one-shot. So mm. if it is Tea Time Adventures, let's say it's Tea Time Adventures, it will be Ellen's turn at DMing. 
yeah. for us. We're so all having a go now. Look forward to that. Yeah. In the meantime, have yourselves a lovely weekend. Mike, have a nice week off next week. Thank apart from you. Deadlands. I absolutely yeah. will. Cool. All right. And the rest of you, enjoy yourselves and each other. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, folks, it's me, Andy, and Jane is here too. Hi, 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 hi. We've got Andy, some great news about merch. We've found a load of old and retired uh, items and they're ready. They're back in the store, uh, ready for you to get your purchase on. We have Can- Corazon's Cannon Smoke Dice. Yeah. There's those great dice. We got maps, we got shirts, we got all kinds of classic vintage Oxventure and outside Xbox and outside extra goodies restocked in the store. That's at store.outsidexbox.com. You should go check those out for the elusive goodies that maybe you missed the first time around you won't believe these bargains folks head on over to store.outsidexbox.com for all the stuff you thought you'd miss forever it's back and waiting for you